Hello and welcome to episode 151 of the Talk Nintendo podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Casey Gibson, and joining me this fine afternoon, as always, the corny one himself, Mr. Perry Birkin. Over here on the right. Or over here. No. It's weird, because it's mirrored. For me, you're right dab in the middle. For me, oh, you're on the left. left. Yeah. I know. Yeah, well, the middle. Else. What does that mean? That means we're also joined by the most yeah. beautiful boy in Boston, mm. Mr. Alex Kalafi with the dope shirt. Yeah. Oh, and he's oh, dabbing. Alex. He's like the ghost dab in uh, in Rocket League. <laughs> what, what is that a reference to? Okay, the, so. The ghost dab? So, the ghost so dab. when Rocket League came out for the Switch, is when we all, we, we all started playing, me and Casey and friends and stuff. And that was like around like October or September or something. And during that time, the main thing that they had was uh, like it was a. Uh, like the, like the free thing they had was when you scored a goal, this big the big death came out with, and then he did a, a dab, and just we just hated it them. so much because it was hated so, it. What like, you it was beautiful. It was beautiful, right? <laughs> Casey, Casey knew I didn't like it, so he would always make fun of me. Hey, and then he would, and then he would all those goals was, I was just, scoring. Yeah, it just became a really good meme for us. So <laughs> the old ghost uh, dab, beautiful. The old ghost dab. Beautiful. So don't ever do that again, Alex, <laughs> or else you're off the podcast. I'm proud to announce my final episode. Yeah. <laughs> Either that His or final you're just taking sign over off. for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's my final episode and I'm taking over for Perry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. because somebody, uh, unlike Perry, has played some games. This is a two-week stretch now, Perry. I know you're a father now, but that di- you've got obligations. <laughs> That's no excuse. Okay, buddy, you've got obligations. <laughs> That's a total... Absolute excuse, actually. Yeah, it's about the only legit one we'll allow. Any other reason, we'd be making fun of you. I mean, we'll still make fun of you, but... It's the only reason I ever miss an episode. Yeah, yeah. But, welcome everyone to the second episode of our uh, video podcast. Of Uh, Perry's new streak. Yeah. (laughs) My new streak. Yeah, it's almost like... Like, you had 148, right? And then you Uh missed an episode, now you're you're on a new streak. Yeah, I think it's the third episode of that streak, but yeah. Interesting. What are you going to say, Alex? I just think it's interesting that uh, you're almost following in Nintendo News Report's footsteps. by, But you're doing it the reverse, because we started this video and then went to audio, and you guys are doing audio switching to video. That's right. There can uh, only be right. one video podcast here. You're welcome. Yeah. That, that's... <laughs> I know. And we'll see how this goes. It's going pretty good. Last last wasn't too. It was about seventy five percent okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there, only one yeah. one flub. Only by one. Perry. Yeah. But but we still had the audio part. And if you were on the audio, you didn't know. Yeah, no one even knew anything. Yeah. They're just like. Mm. Mm. Exactly. But thank but you. So we'll much. let you and, know about it. Yeah. Perry messes up every couple episodes. Something. Oh, I'm gonna mess up. There is so much stuff going on here. I have a jingle board ready, and the I have jingle. like all this stuff. <laughs> I know this is like total. I, I like, just picture radio right sort here. of like like a big board on the wall, you know, like oh my jingles. Yeah, the D sharp. <laughs> yeah, plays the Craigslist roundup. That no. would be amazing, dude. Or if you had to like throw a dart at a board. Actually, for it to I can play. tell you exactly what it does. Actually, if I hit the um, if I hit the where is where did I put it? Oh, I can't find it. Uh, Jimmy's. Anyway, I ha- I, I maybe I didn't again. have it on here. Oh, that's good. I need to grab it. No, but if I hit the uh. 
If I hit the Z, the Pokemon soundtrack comes up. But we're going to say that for later. Pokemon? But why? Yep. Because mm. it's episode 151, and we all know that the original 151 Pokemon, the best Pokemon, uh, I, I say that because it's my favorite, but um, uh, we're going to talk about it, and we're, we're going to have a little uh, special thing at the end. That's why Alex is here. He's the Pokey guy. He's yeah. the Pokey maniac. He's the, um, he's the Pokemon boy. master. Yeah. What, what, what do you call it when you see a... When you see a when a trainer co- oh pokey maniac alex wants to battle <laughs> yeah with his trampish strikes back shirt <laughs> yeah it's i got i got this at pax east travis strikes again and then i was there when you got that oh, oh man i didn't even, the back is even cooler i didn't even notice the very, yeah. very amazing nice. i got a plain jane shirt on right now me too. Yeah. We, we, we got keep a playing gym shirt yeah. we got the mets though we're rocking the mets hat for our, our 11 out of 12 we're back, baby. We're back, baby. They're back to anyway. break my heart in a month. But yeah, but that's enough of our this, attire. This ain't no sports. This ain't no sports. We're going to talk some video games. Vigis. Well, you guys are. Yeah. I'm going to sit here and act like I'm interested. Oh. Yeah, Perry's going to sit yeah. there and nod, smile, and press a couple jingles. Okay. <laughs> now, um, yeah, I need the fart jingle. I totally yeah. need that, don't I? You don't need the jingle for that. Um, yeah, that's true. I'll just naturally. <laughs> now, Alex um, is going to start us off here, and this is a game that neither of us have really any interest in. So I am, uh, <laughs> I'm interested to hear what Alex uh, thinks of it. So I've been playing The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Uh, that was a good one. No, now, what game have you been playing, Alex? I one of the two games I've been playing. The first game is Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 on the Switch. Uh, it was originally and now you can see the image of it right there. We have an image of it. Yeah. There's an image? Yep, there is. I have okay. it. Right. You just nice. have to trust Perry that he didn't mess this one up again. I know. Oh, <laughs> that's a tall geez. order. I know, that's a lot of faith Dude. to be putting into to <laughs> last, old Jerry Last Jerkham. episode I look and it says, like I look at my OBS and it says, start recording. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> No, it still says stop recording. So Okay. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order. Mm-hmm. It was announced back at the Game Awards, and then it came out early July, I think? So, I think it might have been mid-July, but yeah, July. July, Sure, sure. So, I never played one or two, but I was excited for three because, okay, Nintendo's got some backing behind it, even though it's not the original developers. It's sort of basing itself on the cinematic universe more than the comic books, which my only real exposure to Marvel is the movies. Um, Fake fan. Fake fan. (laughs) And I was like, okay, the first game, even though the second game wasn't reviewed so hot, the first game was really good. And I think Nintendo is going to care a lot about this. So I think it's going to be a good game. So the game came out last month and it's fine. (laughs) It's, It's a four. It's you make your team of four Marvel characters it's beat em up levels. It's like Diablo without the drops. Like, yeah. Is there any? So there's no. I guess the upgrades. Is there like level upgrades? I, I, how does that work um, exactly? Because I, I know yeah. it is just like a go beat the crap at everything kind of game. There is an upgrade system, I believe. I haven't played it in a couple weeks. <laughs> I've, I've only been playing Fire Emblem, so the rest of my memory has evaporated of any other video game. Um, Life is Fire Emblem. But mm. I 
I think there's an upgrade system. It's one of those games where it left so little of a lasting impression on me that once I was done playing it, sort of right out. Pink, yeah, it just. It, but here's what I here's how I would describe the combat is almost like a warrior's game, but you're only taking on a few enemies with higher health bars rather than a hundreds at once. Uh, and I don't know if that's the way the games originally played, but that's the way this one plays. I, I yeah, I haven't played any of them, but I, I'm pretty sure it's pretty faithful to like the earlier games. Um, yeah, I, I know a lot of the like everything I saw leading up to the game was like everyone's like this game is going to be like a, a like a perfectly good seven out of ten, you know, where it's like it's not gonna knock your your socks off or anything, but it's gonna just be like dumb. It's it almost seems like um like a like junk food game, you know what I mean? Where it's like you get in there, you just blast around like, and I think the same mm. things of like the like Hyrule Warriors or like a Fire Emblem Warriors game, you know, right? Mm -hmm. It's like there's not like a it's not super deep per se, but it is fun to get in there and just like plow through things. And yeah. I know, and I guess, have you played um, multiplayer at all with anyone else or? Nope, I do. I've been playing it solo the whole time. Okay, and you and you like See, you had a fun time say. with it. Here, yeah. it's it's fine in single player. The fact that it's single player is not where any of the problems, in my opinion, in this game lies. The main issue, and I, when I was playing this game, something felt wrong, and I wasn't sure exactly what felt wrong until I watched the Jim Sterling impression video, and he put it very succinctly: as a superhero, you don't feel strong. Like it's my characters feel very weak even as I level them up and stuff. Uh, mm. Like there are boss fights where it's one like moderately difficult boss surrounded by a bunch of lower goons and the lower goons just swarm you and they beat the crap out of you. Even though you're Thor and the little guys, you should be trashing them. Mm -hmm. But um, which is not to say it's like an extremely hard game. It's just, basic enemies take so long to actually kill compared to where they should be like just one or two hits and you're done um it but, almost seems like like marvel mm. warriors would be like a perfect fit right because you do get that power like the that feeling of just destroying everything and then having like yeah a few more powerful bosses or, or enemies peppered in there um, yeah yeah and it's uh, it's a shame that I barely even remember the game I played because there were parts of it that I enjoyed. Like they had a lot of bosses that were like good bosses from Marvel's history. There was stuff for Spider-Man. There was, uh, I think you fight Ultron at one point. Um, the boss battles are really good and there are good character moments of the Marvel characters interacting with each other. But the playing just isn't that fun to me. And I just dropped the difficulty uh, yeah. because I was I was uh, fighting Modoc, I think, and he was kind of kicking my ass. And I was like, you know what? If I don't lower the difficulty, I'm never going to finish this game. Mm -hmm. So I lowered the difficulty and we'll see if it gets any better. But the the combat's just not hooking me after eight out of ten levels. Do you think it would be more fun in like a like a party environment? Whether I mean, couch co-op seems like this would be like the best 
situation to play the game in. But I mean, is but you there can any... do online though, right? Yeah, I'm trying to think anyone else on staff or something that you could jump in, and, and maybe it'll be more fun, sort of having. Because I guess when you're playing solo, there's still three other computer controllers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, but maybe it'd be more fun to like sync up certain attacks with like a a real person, you know, opposed to like AI. Maybe I think I think it doesn't matter how you choose to play this game unless they completely rebalance it, which I highly doubt. The pro the main problem with this game is that you're this team of 20 or 30 superheroes and you don't feel like a superhero. Mm. Like it takes like five to 10 hits to take out like the, the lowest quality of enemy and it should just be one hit. And the bosses are just, they're good, but they're also way stronger than you and they can take many more hits than you. I don't know. Sounds like Wolf Wolverine should be able to take them all down. Exactly. Wolverine should be ripping should slice through, through dudes. But you know, why not. isn't there there should be like like the Arkham guys mm-hmm. should be making a Wolverine game. Like but like totally like M rated and you're just like ripping through people. Just just blood and gore <laughs> everywhere. Yes. Wouldn't that be a cool game, Wolverine game? Anyway, would uh, do we know if Rocksteady's owned by Warner? I th- think they are, so they wouldn't be doing any. I know they just they they do it without DC. telling anybody. Yeah. They just well, like, they might not be owned by them. No, I bet they might. They might just be licensed. It might be like Game yeah. Freak, how they're not actually owned by Nintendo. Right. Right. So yeah. anyway, but something like that. I mean, like or like you know, like the PS4 Spider-Man game. You know how that this had a big push for like a cool original game. It'd be cool to have a cool original Wolverine game because yeah, he's just so awesome and yeah, everything about him. Is, I'm not a, and yeah. I like, he's like one of the few superheroes that like kills people. And I was gonna say you know? that's he's one of the few su- like I'm not a big superhero guy, but like Wolverine's always been cool. Like X Men in general, yeah. I feel like growing up that was like the one that was somewhat in my sphere. Like like I said, I've never really yeah. gravitated too much to to superheroes, but like. I remember growing up and being somewhat into X-Men, you know, and like Cyclops. Well, that first X-Men movie is amazing, by the way. It's still an awesome movie. (laughs) That first one. It's like one of my favorite uh, superhero movies. I mean, I guess I might. I must have seen one of those long lines. I don't know. I've only seen uh, that like the Dark Knight trilogy is that's as far as my super. That's your only Wolverine movie you've seen. Yep. My only, yeah, he's in the background. If you look closely, <laughs> that's the only X Men movie I've seen is the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Um. he's hiding. <laughs> well, you know what, Alex? Thank you for confirming all of my doubts about the game Mar- Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Well, I'm gonna 3. buy it for you for Christmas, and we're gonna play. We're gonna become uh, super. I'm just my, kidding. The only, <laughs> the only thing I would, I would do with this game is if I could play it with someone online, like Alex. Like I'd play it with you. Yeah, I'd like play, we could with play you together. Too. Yeah, we, you know, we'd Skype and we'd hang mm-hmm. out and it'd be and have fun. And should sure, I put but, that on order for you, Perry? It'll be there tomorrow. Yeah, I, I got you know, <laughs> free shipping. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, that's the thing is, like, maybe I'll, like this is a game that like I might pick up for fifteen bucks if I ever saw it physically yeah. i, I wonder know. if you know it will I, mean? I guess Maybe. it was I don't know. it was published by nintendo right my... so it's probably not going to see a, a price decrease anytime uh, soon I'd imagine. Uh, sushi striker yeah but <laughs> but the, the fact of the matter is i'm assuming marvel no it's not gonna happen 
way well, out. But you so. never know, like with clearance. You never know. You never know with clearance stuff. And maybe with, a Black uh, Black Friday trading, deal. You get it for like whatever. thirty bucks, twenty or something, bucks. You know, in like three years, maybe. Yeah. But anyway, we got a a a much weirder game to talk about. Oh, Okinaki. Oh, I said it wrong. Oninaki. Boom. Oninaki. That's right. Which I now have an image of right there. See it? Perry. Look above you, Casey. This right is above you. It's magic. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, you should have timed it. I'd be like, Oninaki. And then it could have been like, Phew. But, uh. Yeah. But yeah, Oninaki is, um, the third RPG from RPG, Tokyo RPG Factory. Uh, there are other ones. I am Setsuna. And I'm blanking on the the follow up to that. Um, um, Lost Sphere. That's right? it. Yeah. Yep. And the thing about these games are, they're like perfectly decent. Is like the it seems to be like the reception they've all gotten. I will admit mm-hmm. I've not played those because it's just like everyone or every uh, sort of reaction I've seen to them has been like. Yeah, they're not bad games. They just don't really do anything too crazy, and they're just sort of like, like yeah, like they're fine, you know. Like, and mm-hmm. it's like if I'm gonna spend a bunch of time, it's like I'm not really looking to just play like a fine RPG, you know. And there's so many mm-hmm. really great ones out there. But this one, um, you know, they put the free demo out on uh, the eShop, so I was like, well, of course, you know, I'll, I'll check it out and. It is definitely different. It's an action RPG, right? So it's very much like you're going to be running around slashing enemies. Um, but this story is very, very strange. A super dark game. Um, incredibly dark. So you... Yeah, you were telling me about this yesterday. Yeah, so you are a watcher, I believe, is the, the, the coined term. And you are sort of like uh, making sure... Like, so when someone dies in this game world, right... They, okay. it's all like the whole world. It's all about reincarnation. So when you die, you you know you go and you get reincarnated. But if the like sorrow and you know from your loved ones in the living world is too strong and everyone's sad and upset, that that person who died will get lost and they won't be able to actually reincarnate. So therefore, you know they're just lost. So these watchers sort of get them back on track. And sort of, like, try and get them to get back to reincarnation. So the game starts off like, uh, you are, I forget his name, it's some Japanese name. And your parents died. Like, they're dead, and, like, everyone's like, just don't be sad, man. Like, just, you know, keep on keeping on. And it's very much... Shut up. It's very much like this, this guy's definitely been affected by this. Um, So when he's older, like I said, now he's a watcher, so he's sort of taken on that role... And the demo, it, I've, I haven't finished the demo yet, but I think, like, I feel like it's sort of broken up in two parts, uh, is what I'm imagining. And I did the first part and started a little bit of the second. So the first part is you have, um, like a little boy died. They don't say how he died, but it was, uh, he's lost essentially. So you go and you find him, uh, you know, and he's like, yeah, like, I just want to see my parents, you know, like one last time. And you're like, like, okay, like, we'll, we'll bring you, like, to where your family is. So you work your way to the house, and y- you can... Fine. Yeah, God. Um, and you can see him, obviously, he's dead. His his parents can't, so you're talking to his parents, and they're like, yeah, he's, like, right here with us. And they're like, oh, my God, really? And he's like, yeah, he's sad. And they're like, why is he sad? He doesn't want to be alone. Um, 
And essentially, the parents are like, well, like, the, the mom's like, well, I'm ready to go. Like, I'm ready to see him, you know? And you're like, oh, man. And, like, the dad's like, all right, me too. And they're like, oh, okay. Like, and then you look over to your partner and he's, you're like, any objections? And she's like, nah. And, like, the parents just, like, get on their knees and you just execute them. <laughs> like, you just kill them so they can see uh, oh my the, the, the boy. Yeah, so, like, that's... Like the first intro I'm reminded part. of Chris Farley on the Japanese game show. Have you seen that? No. Haven't you guys seen no. that? Does he execute You guys people? haven't seen Chris Farley on the Japanese game show SNL bit? Uh, no. Oh, no, I'd have my to look that up. I do love a good Chris anyway, Farley. But anyway, the whole concept is, is he didn't realize that someone said, hey, do you want to go to a game show? And he thought it meant go to, but they actually meant be on a game show. So he's <laughs> on this game show and he doesn't re- he's like trying to explain that he doesn't know what he's doing and they get their answers wrong on this trivia show, and when they get it wrong, they have to cut off their own fingers. Oh my goodness! And he looks at him, and he's like, "Oh my goodness! Did <laughs> I didn't you sign see up for that? this?" <laughs> and so, yeah, that's what I feel like. I'd be in that position when I was playing Oninaki. Oninaki, man. Yeah, I did not sign up to be murdering people. So you execute? Yeah. So it's very much like it's a little cut scene. So it's like they like get kneel down, and you're behind them, and all of a sudden you just see like. And then, it, then all of a sudden, it's like Oninaki, like title screen pops up. You know what I mean? Oh, um, and then that was that sort of like the first part. And then the second part, you're in like this big city, and um, you know you start you know going on to the next part. And that's sort of where I stopped. But the combat itself, like I said, it's <laughs> just to cry. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was too emotionally drained. Um, so the combat, though, it seems like it's going to be relatively simple. Um, you've got, you know, like your standard attack, then you've got a pe- like a, a, an ability and then you have sort of like a dash move. Um, and what the thing is, you have these, these demon demons, um, who almost sort of, it almost feels like a little bit like a persona almost, you know, like you have like another person working with you, but like, this is they I forget the exact, um, terminology, but it was like, these are people who got lost, like, but like. I don't know exactly what happened, but, like, they don't remember anything from their past except that they hold on to their, like, regrets and, like, and sorrow from their past. So it's, like, but it's just so, like, dark. It's, like, yeah, they're very filled with sorrow and regret, but they're really good at listening. So you can just command them around, you know what I mean? It's, like, oh, my goodness. It's, like, (laughs) these poor souls, you know? It sounds like Alex. Yeah, <laughs> just boss him around. Um, but what's cool is it seems like you can really switch. A, like I unlocked a second, second daemon to work with, and you can switch them out. And then there's like a skill tree as you use them. You get these points, and you can sort of get more abilities to use. So in the beginning, you only really have one, but then you'll be able to. I believe it looks like four on like your your skill, like um, assigned to each button kind of thing, or maybe just three, and then. Uh, you know, you can sort of build your character that way and then switch out depending on which situation uh, might, you know, best suit each uh, individual one. But it's it's definitely um, intriguing. I, I do like the dark tone. Like, I, I think that's pretty cool. Um, you know, it's I, I like those weird out there sort of things, you know what I mean? So the, the story seems intriguing to me. Uh, the combat, while, while simple, um, you know, it, I was having fun with it. I don't know if this game's going to be, you know, like a 10-hour game or a 40-hour game. You know, if it's... Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm guessing, maybe like, 
and this is just complete, you know, the, no knowledge of it, but, like, I would imagine it'd probably be, like, in the 10 to 15 hour range, maybe, so where the combat might not get, you know, you might not get fatigued of that, but if it's, you know, ends up being really long, you know, it, you might, it might get a little tedious, uh, mm -hmm. but, you know, obviously time will tell with that, but, yeah, I mean, if you like action RPGs, I think, you know, it's a free demo, you know, you can't, it can't hurt yeah. to download it and give it a shot. The and, art uh, style looks, I mean, just based off of the, the, uh, the art that I've seen, yeah, off of that right there, <laughs> it looks amazing. Like, it's really cool, like, watercolor, you know, Japanese-style painting. So yeah. you should definitely look that up, Alex. Okay, so my question it's, it's is, really pretty. Tokyo RPG Factory, is this your first game by them that you've played, or have you played others, and how does it compare? Yeah, I, see, I did not, like, I was all on board on I Am Setsuna. So I was like, I'm going to do it, like, Heck yeah, you know what I mean? Like a more um, traditional, yeah. you know, very much a JRPG. Um, but then, like I, like I said, I heard like the sort of middling reviews where it was like, it didn't really get slammed for being like a bad game. It was just a very like mundane game. Um, and I believe the first one was very much like it was in like a sort of snowy atmosphere. And like that was the entirety of the game. So it was like... It just like apparently just wore on you like it's like too much snow. Yeah, it's, which is right up my alley. But um, yeah, yeah. Casey's like no game of the thing. year. Um, <laughs> but no, I I haven't played the other two. I'm pretty sure the first two were very like turn based JRPGs where this is an action RPG. So I, that's where I think it it differs mostly. Um, but yeah, I, unfortunately, I can't really speak too much on the other games and sure. how this sort of pushes forward because I, I want these games to be great because it's like I love you know of course the big Final Fantasies Dragon Quests you know Xenoblades like these big grand adventures are great but I think there is a place for that 10 to 20 hour sort of smaller RPG you know here's this you know a story you know go through it and like I I, I like that idea you know especially as time oh, yeah. continues to <laughs> and Peru knows it now where it's like time is limited you know Mm-hmm. but no I mean after playing the demo it, it like like I said it piqued my interest when it was first showed off because yeah the art style is cool um but yeah uh after playing the so demo are you gonna play it um I don't know how do we know how much it is it, it, it's probably going to be one of those things where it really depends on are you the is there someone reviewing it uh yeah I believe um Jordan is on the review. Oninaki. Ah. Let's see. Yeah, I got the Nino Kuni review. Um, Save oh, nice. 10% on Oninaki on Steam. So Ooh. on Steam, its retail price is 50 bucks. Yeah, same. Woo! 50? Man, 50. same. Yeah, holy schmoles, man. Same with the yeah. uh, Switch. Is it physical? Uh, uh, I, don't, I don't think so. Because yeah. nothing's popping up, really. I see a pre purchase. Holy moly, man! Fifty bones. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot for a game made by a studio that exists to make classic games. Yeah, that's. Mm -hmm. Wow. I mean, it could be worth it if it's a good game, but. Yeah, it we'll just because I'm looking at like I am Setsuna. Man, I am Setsuna's forty bucks. Gosh darn, dude! And I know that they made those physical. I believe both uh, Setsuna and Lost Sphere in Japan physical mm. and maybe even like maybe even in europe but um and you can get them with the english obviously Man, that's crazy uh, so. dude 50 bucks well 
You heard it here first. I will probably not be buying this game. Uh, it, it, I think this will be one I'll keep an eye out for sale. Probably. Um, yeah. Because cool. and and you know It'll Square you know Square uh, Square Enix does enough sales that maybe yeah, you, you get it for like thirty bucks some sometime or something. But yeah, fifty bucks. God. Well, you know what game I got for I think fifty two dollars yeah. tax included and free shipping <laughs> yeah. overnight. And is it one you haven't played in that room it's still in that room right over there you didn't even bring uh, it just over unwrapped it what a crumb I, I was going to i could go get it but I'm well just not anymore not, you gotta you can't go you can't uh drift too far from the jingle board but the game is boosh fire emblem three houses uh, and that well, a lot of things, well yeah mario there. tennis there, aces and the, and the game is Mario Tennis. I <laughs> uh, uh, say we no. got mine too. Um, there it is. Nice. There's proof. And my nice. Oninaki. Yeah, yeah, we should have like. And plus. my Smash Bros. Because you had to get the hero. I got I got Fort, Fortnite and Picross. Yeah. What a loser. So basic. Yeah. <laughs> Man, we anyway. should have kicked this guy out the podcast months ago. The minute he had a baby, yeah. The minute, yeah. Um, anyway, so I haven't, I haven't played it, but uh, Alex plays a good role uh, in this because uh, I literally was on the fence. I mean, I was like, I wanted to. I, I never said there's evidence on the podcast. I never said I was never getting the game. I just said like I wasn't very sure like how soon I'd get it, and um, and everyone was talking about it, and I was like itching to play. A strategy RPG. So I was like, "This sounds good. Everything's lining up." And then I should pull up the tweet. Let me just pull up the tweet. I um, haven't. I haven't opened to the infamous you, you tweet. <laughs> here, the, here, here. Can why don't you read it? Okay. Because it's from it's from you. So all right, <laughs> this this is a tweet I sent at twelve eighteen a.m. on my twenty fifth birthday, August fifth, twenty nineteen. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday, yeah, Alex. Yeah, dude, happy Thank you very yeah. much. Look at that. You can rent a car. I'm ready for my quarter-life crisis, boys. That's right. <laughs> uh, all right, so this tweet says, Just beat my first playthrough of Fire Emblem Three Houses. Amazing. Awesome gameplay, excellent story, and tons of evolution for the series as a whole. Could become my favorite Switch game with another playthrough or two. Loved it. Followed by another tweet sent... Uh, at 11.28 a.m. August 5th, 2019, because I retweeted that tweet because I wanted to engage with more people on mm -hmm. how good that game was. And Neil was like, oh, that's super cool that you like it. So I said, in a world where 70% of Switch sequels feel like expanded ports and half steps, Fire Emblem Three Houses feels like Intelligence Systems is going for it in a way they haven't done since Awakening. Full overhauls and new ideas everywhere. Boom. Yep. Although Awakening so, wasn't I, I even tweeted, the best I Fire Emblem also. on 3DS. Huh? I said although Awakening wasn't even the best Fire Emblem on 3DS. No, but it was the most evolutionary. No, for sure, for sure. Well, What was the best one? Um, Shadows? What's up? Valentia? Yeah, yeah. What's your favorite one? Echoes, Valentia. for sure, yeah. Definitely. That was a good one. I, I really like that. I love Fire Emblem, too. Though. Echoes was really good. Awakening. I love Awakening, too. But yeah, so I saw that tweet. And then, let's see, it's funny, because I bet I could literally, okay, so I sent a tweet, I don't think it's, it just says, the, it just says, oh, at 11.28, which would be 10 minutes after that, because I'm an hour behind you, or two hours, whatever, it was, I sent it, One. and I said, wow, to, 
And what I meant was World of Warcraft. Yeah. Woo! No, that's not what I meant. <laughs> but then, but then I texted Casey um, at. Uh, it's too far up. We it, talked it too much, Casey. I can't, I can't find it. It was, it was at, at night, night because I, said, I saw it in the morning, um, and I was like, "Oh, all right." Yeah. Uh, so I, I was like, "Casey, Casey's my my guy that I order from. I order all games from him because he has the the gamers." The I'm wheeling club. and dealing in Nintendo games. So he gets the points, and I get the discounts, the twenty percent discount. So for some reason, I got it for free shipping. For next day just so it could sit yeah. on his shelf a few more days unopened i was planning unplayed. on playing it i totally was planning on playing it today <laughs> but it's just when you're the baby was eating a lot of a lot of food and so we wanted to keep feeding her because she needs to eat no nope. so make her starve <laughs> one thing i think I'm sorry. <laughs> enough is enough yeah i've got to play some fire emblem okay i gotta pick my house okay <laughs> yep. one thing i think you'll appreciate perry is that there are tons of save points. Like, mm. I would say maybe twice every half hour outside of, like, battles, you'll have the opportunity to save the game. Can you save it, in the middle it, of it a battle, too? Like, I'm not sure. I haven't tried it. I feel like they sure usually have that option um, in other games where, you, like, just save and close, and then you'll just restart right up in the middle of the mission, but I'm not sure. Um, well, the beauty of it is you can also just... Yeah, you just hit that. Yeah, if you're not playing any other games, you know, like... You yeah. can save whenever you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm excited. So let's let's talk. Let's finally talk about it. Um, All right. Well, so, when Marth dies. Yeah. Boo! Uh, <laughs> and then Roy. Yeah. Uh, well, the, the real question before we even start. Ike? What house did you pick? I picked the blue house. Ooh, you and me both. So the reason team blue. So, okay. I should probably explain this game a little bit. It's okay. In Fire Emblem, you play a mercenary who becomes a teacher at this Hogwarts of Fire Emblem character school. Uh, and at, yeah. As they say, with a sketchy church. With a, it's at a sketchy church slash monastery. Um, very much a theocracy, one, one would say. Uh, and then there's this con- continent that is separated into three sort of con- countries. The first is the Empire, which is their kind of, uh, they're the Empire. Then there's another one, which is more of a traditional kingdom, which is the blue one. And then there's democracy, not really a leader, sort of as the third country. And you have all three of those countries going to your school that's in the middle of the continent. And you're the teacher, and what you have to do relatively early on is you have to choose which of those three you want to teach slash fight with. And that'll determine who your characters are in this Fire Emblem game. So the blue one, uh, I I played 48 hours of this game and I don't even remember what the... Sweet mother. The the blue lines. It's because you need some sleep. They have a lot of like the soldier type stuff. So they have the swords. And they lances. They have a lot of spears. I know, yeah. And lances. Yep. Which is why I picked it because those are my favorite weapons. I, I like the axes too, of course. And then the... They always miss though. <laughs> yeah. Not in this game. Um, oh, okay. And the yellow one, which is the golden deer. Yep. Um, Ooh, I like deer. That one's Call mostly archers. Right that one's mostly archers. And then... I like yep. archers. 
the Empire is, I would say, magic users mm-hmm. slash some um, melee. Couple it, of gyms like thrown in that. about too. Yeah. Couple of what? Couple of gyms just thrown in there. Yeah. Sprinkled in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. And and so you got to choose which three of your houses. And I would say for the first thirty percent of the game, it doesn't make a huge, huge difference. I mean, it determines which party you're fighting as, and the characters you're mainly interacting with are the ones from the house you chose, but it's not a big deal. Probably the first 30%, the missions you're undergoing are roughly the same. I've, I've only, I'm like third of the way into um, my second playthrough. Going right and forward, huh? <laughs> I, I'm I'm playing as all three. I'm, I'm going to be doing it. Be careful, man. I did that with oh, Fates. No. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, but you should, af- you, should, you should probably space it out. Well, you know what you I'm do? I'm liking the game too much. After, after you not... play through the all second right. time, that's when you give it like a couple weeks, and then like you get that, that hunger back for it, you know? But he's, I know nope. Alex, he's a madman, See, so... Okay, so... <laughs> I'm gonna I've hit 100 heard, hours by the end of August. <laughs> I've heard that... I've never been in a professional eating contest. I know it looks like I have, but I haven't. But when you eat... The, see, you, your stomach gets and, tricked from the time in between eating, so you gotta eat the hot dogs like it's one dog. Yeah, yeah okay. Like, like a sausage link? <laughs> so you gotta play... Yeah, so you got... You, exactly. So you got to... Uh, you gotta play the fire emblem like it's one long campaign. Perry's a, well, an amateur eater. I'm definitely not an amateur eater. <laughs> Do you remember those nachos we had at the Dude, at San Antonio? We better the first not talk about food with the cheese. You boys, the cheese, hungry, and it man. was literally, it was literally that thick. The cheese on top of these, like, I was Dude, constipated the whole the time after that. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> anyway. Continue. After you hit a certain point, and there's a certain story development, and don't worry, I won't be spoiling anything. It starts to matter a lot which house you chose from a story perspective to the point that even though I haven't gotten to it yet, I'm guessing that the last half to 60% of the game is completely different for each of the three houses just because Mm. of the way they interact later on in the the story. Okay, quick question. So are you saying that no matter which one you pick... All of the missions, like the actual Fire Emblem parts, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about, the strategy, are they the same then? I haven't gotten to the point in my second playthrough where it fully diverges yet, but uh But have it's you repeated been, those? I've repeated the early okay. mission so far. But right. because you have a different party, it doesn't feel that bad. Like, I'm not bored. Okay, True, I, I was going to yeah, ask right. you that if you, like, you sort of wish there was maybe... Um, a spot where, like, the second play, like, a new game plus might start from that divergent point, you know what I mean? But I guess that would, uh, you know, mess things up with, like, character levels and stuff, but... Yeah, it's, I mean, maybe it'd be nice as an option, but I haven't been bothered by it in the ten hours or whatever I've played of my second So, um, like, are you, I mean, even though you have, like, your house, are is there still... Like, can you still have a pretty varied team like normal? Oh, I yeah. Mean, oh, yeah. You can recruit yeah, okay. people from other teams. Mm-hmm. And oh, okay. you can recruit uh, some of the teachers and, like, hire up veteran people. Um, gotcha. 
yeah, in the game. Yeah, I know there are a lot of people, uh, I know Matt's been playing a lot um, and talked about it from the site, and I know he's like going after like recruiting all sorts of people. Um, I haven't actually even recruited anyone. Now, I was going to ask you, I'm assuming you've done a, a bit of recruiting in your in your tenure here with uh, Fire Emblem. Now, when you sure. try and recruit someone, there there's usually like, oh no, <laughs> but like, and then it tells you sort of what you need to focus on, right? Now, is mm-hmm. that just a matter of getting your like, Baileth, Baileth, however you say it, um, the main character? So if like someone needs fly, like they want flying as their prerequisite, like that's just you train that up to a certain point and then they get recruited. Is that sort of how that? Presumably, but I uh, the characters who I wanted to get on my team, I get I got them on my team fairly early. Um, so I'm actually so my first playthrough I did on normal classic. So like when someone dies, they die for good. Uh, but in the, my second playthrough, which is hard mode, because I wanna, I'm going up a difficulty. I'm starting to carry to care more about who I'm recruiting and how I'm recruiting and making sure I have enough people. Uh, but I've I've only run into either yes I'll join you or no I won't join you until your team has more of this mm. or this. So so I don't know is, is the, gotcha. the, what, what, the answer. What did you pick for the your second playthrough? Which house uh, are you going with? I'm go. I went with the Empire for the second playthrough because oh God. Um, she seems badass, man. She she's pretty bad. I won't spoil anything. <laughs> the characters are badass. There are badass characters. And Casey, I won't give you a reason, but good things are gonna happen. That I'm in looking, your playthrough of the game. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, because like like you said, I'm I'm about nine to ten hours in in that range. Um, and yeah, it's it is really one of those games where it's like normally right. It's like I just want to get to the battles, you know. Like I want to get in. I want right. to do the, the the chapters, you know, the missions. Um, but you really do find yourself sort of getting enthralled in all of the side activities, you know, getting into the monastery, going around and doing these quests, even though. The quests are not really anything more, generally speaking, than like, hey, go here, or like, go find this person, or go, you know, very much fetch quests, if you will. Has there ever been a a different kind of quest in any other video game? (laughs) Yeah, no, I know, but yeah, well, sometimes, hey, go kill these people, you know, and then, like, it's very much like, go here, find this. Hey, go kill these people. Yeah, go fetch ten deaths for me. Um, But the good thing is that they all take five minutes. Yeah, basically. yeah, and you know, That's and cool. going around, then there's fishing and doing like the the gardening and stuff. Um, you know, sounds like fun. It's entertaining. Enough. I'm excited to start playing it. Yeah, and I really like the teaching aspect, actually, uh, like getting into the classroom and and how you motivate your your team, and then you can use the, that motivation to you know enhance different skills. And I really like that, like, it, no one character is really locked into any role. You can really, like, the custom ability is off the charts, if you will. Oh, um, You can, like, like, they'll come to you sometimes and be like, hey, you know, right now I'm really focusing on being, you know, like a, a brawl, like a swords and, like, sword and brawling and this. But maybe I should just focus on just swords, you know? And then you could be like, no. Or you could be like, yeah, like, you know what? 
that that seems like a good idea. I want you to really be my no. my swordsman, you know. And then then all of a sudden, all of the points are going to be put into that, and they're going to be you know ranking up that sword ability and really becoming powerful with that. So it's cool how you know the game really gives you a lot of freedom to to sort of compile uh, com- yeah, comprise your party of whatever you want. Um, mm-hmm. And man, yeah, it's like I've I've got a lot of going with the blue. Um, I, there are a lot of characters I really like, like Annette, like, man, she's just killing the game for me. And, uh, like Mercedes or Mercedes, uh, it, it's totally Mercedes, <laughs> but whenever like they say like, Oh, Mercedes, it's like, they're trying to church it up, you know, but, uh, Mercedes and then like Felix. And, and it's interesting because, you know, you start to sort of get their background stories, right. And sort of where they're coming from. And that's always sort of a fire emblem is like, Working with these people and then s- slowly peeling the the layers of the onion back to sort of see where they're coming from and and why they are the way they are, you know. So uh, yeah, yeah I, I've really been enjoying it. Um, the, wh- I'm trying to the one guy Duda, what's his name? D U. Uh, he's like um, uh, Dimitri. He's, he's, like, he's the one with the white hair. He's like yeah, and he's like a big strong guy and he's weird. Yeah, and he's like I give my life for Dimitri and that's all it is, you know. Um, yeah, I, I, I felt like he was going like, you know how in Fire Emblem games, there's always that one character who's like overpowered in the beginning. But if you waste it, it's like, you know, his end game is not going to be nearly as good. It's like, oh, that's like the character that you could like plow the beginning of the game with if you want. But like, you don't want to mm-hmm. waste the experience to that Jimmy because he mm-hmm. stinks on ice in the end. And you well, know, there, the there is none to... of those. I, I know. Th- I, there's not one of those in this game. I know, but that's oh, there is in it, my huh? mind. He was that guy. So I like yeah. I haven't used him at all. But like now that I'm starting to get sort of his background story, it's sort of interesting. I'm like, maybe he's not so bad. Yeah. Like all my characters are like level 15 or whatever. And he's like level like six. You know, I'm like, I, I'm yeah. like, Ugh. do you do you still run out of moves? Yeah, well, so there's a durability system on the weapons yeah. where, like, okay. you can you can swing a sword 30 times. One thing that's yeah. really cool, and I haven't played a Fire Emblem game in a while uh, other than this one. So the magic users, how they have their books, which, like, they, you, you can use this spell eight or ten times or whatever. That resets after each battle. That's really nice. So you nice. don't have to buy spells. Yeah, no, it's yeah. it's not like that in other games. Just like real magic resets yep. after each battle, and you're healing too. <laughs> like that was the worst. Like having to buy those staves back. Like oh no, like my healer is out of staves, so it's like a completely useless character right now. I love like that, but I love that when you do have to do that. But then, like you have a character that can naturally heal, so you can like take advantage like advantage of the natural healing and not have to. Like I love stuff like that. Yeah, like I feel like like with Mario and Rabbids. You know, I think like a lot of that was like you could heal your. I, I just like I just like healing characters and then using that in battle mm, and stuff. Mm. And I, I remember, you know, that tank character you're talking about, Casey. Like mm. I remember, there is the classic. Have you ever guys ever? And I've I found this out naturally, and this is like a really popular thing. But if you just let them run out of offensive moves, then like no weapons, mm-hmm. then then people you can basically just move them up. People come and attack them. They don't do anything, and then you can. So they're just he's like the a bait. big, huge. He's the bait, yeah. And that was awesome because it's like you can get people to move to him and then attack. Perry him uses the bait, out. yeah. The bait, yeah. Um, so, well, there's but, no, there's they don't have that character. They don't have those in this, huh? I guess not. Yeah, it, like I said, it, 
I mean, you really have so much freedom to make a character whatever you want. You know, like they they do have sort of predetermined or like or preferences, I guess. When you get a character, it's sort of like oh, like they yeah. use swords and and axes, you know. But from yeah. what I understand, it's like you could take a character that's focusing on an axe user and just like nah, you're gonna concentrate on faith. And the way it is, each sort of skill, you know, whether it's sword, axe, magic, faith, whatever, they they have like a letter grade. So presumably they would start, oh, I've got a D rank axe to start, you know, and I'm going to focus on that. And maybe my healing is an E rank, but, you know, with time and, and just putting, you know, experience into that, you can eventually level it up to the point it, of it overtaking that other ability. So it is cool yeah, to have that freedom. What's nice about that is that the way the way I use it is I'm not going to take a magic user and make them level a grade in swords but if i get him to like the d rank and he can just keep an iron sword on him just in case that's a good thing to have mm -hmm. yeah um that, but that I, would I, be especially good for archers right because i mean i guess it's if you you'd have to have it equipped but i was thinking when you sort of on the back end um when an enemy attacks you and you know mm -hmm. you, you obviously archers can't attack close range but uh but yeah um, I know we should be moving on soon, but I just I yes. just want to give I want to give a very quick overview to how different this game is than the previous Awakening uh, okay. sort of centric ones. Or so, fates, yeah, or or fates, um, or anything. So, <laughs> Awakening was a huge moment for Fire Emblem, where they made the games more accessible. They added this relationship component, or at least they blew out this relationship component to full-on waifu territory, basically. Uh, and they, kinda, they sold Fire Emblem to a much wider audience. And I think it was the game that started us down the path of making Fire Emblem, like, uh, audience-wise, probably top five to seven franchises in Nintendo's, uh, in Nintendo's portfolio. A few games later, Three Houses is accessible like Awakening, but it does a lot of things differently. Uh, so for one, the relationship thing, there are relationships in this game and you can technically waifu it, but it's all in the background and you can engage with those systems as much or as little as you want. Um, Good. If, you're, if you're going into this game <laughs> hoping to wife someone up, that's not this isn't oh, exactly that sorry, Harry, should, should I uh, get the refund going we'll, we'll send it back <laughs> yes um, uh, but in addition to that there is this new calendar system where once a month you are doing a story based chapter and along the way there are uh, these lesson planning days these teaching days and then you get one free day off a week where you can choose to either do uh, sort of training battles, or or you can um, just walk around campus and do quests and whatever. So you got a little versatility there. And what it does is, with the little bit of relationship stuff and this calendar system, it gives it kind of a persona feeling. Um, it's not a persona game because, like I said, the relationships aren't huge, but the idea of you being in a school five days a week and having one core mission a month 
is very, very persona in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, th- I think it makes you care about the characters in a slightly deeper way than Fire Emblem games have done, at least for me, up until this point. Like, I care about the characters in this game more, even though the relationship stuff is more in the background, because I think it's, it's done uh, smarter. As for the battle stuff, there it's there's so many overhauls that it's impossible to list them all. Like now there are these battalions where you can send a, a small group of soldiers into battle instead of using weapons. There's uh, this new feature where you can go back in time so you don't have to fully reset your game yeah, if, you, cool. if you lose a guy you like. Yeah, that's helpful. Um, <laughs> Still yeah. cheating. And boycott. I boycott that feature. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't. I'll probably use it. Favorite thing, and I'm going to use no spoilers. The story is my favorite thing in this game. Past Fire Emblem games, it's not that their story was bad. It's just that there wasn't a ton to say in like the story mode of Fire Emblem. It's like, okay, magic, uh, slightly medieval times, some cleverness here and there. Like, it's, it is what. This has more of a fantasy epic feeling to it. And Casey, I think you're just before the part where it like where the world really yeah the, the doors get busted up. No, that's I'm just I'm just I'm just kidding. I'm just cracking open the door a little bit, showing you the Pulp Fiction orange light. It's I think it's an orange light. Yep, yep. The suitcase. Yeah. Cool. That's good to hear. That sounds like fun. It's yeah, I'm awesome. excited to play. I'm excited to play as the golden deer and uh, play. It's fun. Did you know that if you pick Loser. the, if you pick the, if you pick the golden deer, that the whole game is upside down. So you have to like play it with your, <laughs> that's switch upside down. Is so. he Australian? Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The golden deer is Australian. Um, so you know, I want to. Yep. Did you opt into the online stuff? Yes. Isn't which that sort is, of by interesting? The way, I sort of like it's that. It's totally a persona thing. Yeah. So there's this thing you can do where what? One day a week you get the choice to either roam campus or go into battle or rest, which gives you uh, more attacks using your super special sword. I was wondering what that was. I was like, I don't want to waste my day on rest ever. Oh, <laughs> uh, and there's lecture or, too. Or- you can do the lecture. Exactly. You can do a lecture, which gives you a little more benefit than like the normal classes would and what this online feature does is it tells you what percentage of players did what thing on a given day so it's Mm. like the first week of august uh 95 percent of people decided to roam around campus and it's like oh that's interesting i won't follow everyone else i'm resting yeah (laughs) (laughs) exactly exactly i don't want to be like other people i'm unique (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but it is interesting because yeah, it's like cool. in my great. mind I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to battle this th- this day, you know." And then all of a sudden you see it's like, "Oh, it's like weird like 80 other 80% of other people battle that day too." Like and, and it's sort of one of those cuz there are some events um you know where like you'll see some like a little fishing icon and like there's something special down by the fishing pond, you know. So it's like most people like, "Well, yeah, like the a good day, you know, it, to to jump in to do that. Or um, there are, like, the paralogue uh, battles that sort of give you side story. Um, and, mm-hmm. like, you'll see most, like, oh, well, like, most people were really interested in doing that. So, like, it sort of makes sense. But then the following week, you know, you could sort of just be like, well, 
we battled last week, I guarantee, like, I bet you most people went to the monastery to adventure, and then you can sort of see the percentages. Um, it, it's pretty cool. I, I like it. Uh, I think, who was I talking to? Was it Jordan? I don't know. I forgot who we were talking to. Who they're like? They didn't opt Probably in. Probably some Canadian. And I was like, that's weird. It's like I, I think it's pretty cool, man. I, I think it's really cool. Um, the only thing I'll say about that, and I wouldn't call this a criticism necessarily, but as I grew to refine my process for training and stuff over time, I would say for the last seventy-five percent of the game, maybe. I was like, first week, I'm doing this. Second and third week, I'm doing this. Fourth week, I'm resting. Like, Yeah, you had your I, formula? I, I, I had a formula. But I don't know. Routines aren't necessarily bad things. No siri, but... It's a great game. Yeah. Great. I'm excited to play it, guys. I actually kind of want to stop talking to you, big gym bots. Well, I was going to say, me, me and Alex should have a side bet. Do you think Perry will actually play any Fire Emblem this week? <laughs> Do I think Perry will take off the shrink wrap? Yeah, yeah. five dollars says it gets week. into the switch, but does it get played? Make it, make your bet. Go ahead, do it. Five bucks. It's three dollars that he puts it in the switch. He turns on the game and clicks on it just to spite you, but then turns it off as soon as he gets to the first save point. I'll do whatever I can to make Casey lose that bet. So just. I bet you just let me know what the bet is. Uh, let's see. I bet Perry well, doesn't the beat the game. Yes, <laughs> yeah. that's all right. Yeah, he's like, You're on. guys, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All I'm three forty-eight hours. All three uh, courses too. All, all three routes. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, we are gonna go straight into without taking any break. <laughs> oh, right into the. The new, the new eShop Roundup. Roundup. Skip Casey's game. That's right. <laughs> That's right. We did. Did we skip the game? Yeah, it's fine. It's it's World of what Warcraft. Game? We could talk about that. You said you were going to skip that. No. I said um, as a quick bite. You said... You... But it's okay. Oh, it's not okay. a big deal. That's I okay. could talk about that no, some it's other not. time. We can because it's time to talk about uh, the uh, the eShop Roundup. Because I, already... I already played the... Uh, you know, I already played the. the uh, you're you're jingle, already on so. the jingle board. You, there's no turning back. I got the backs. jingle, and I've already turned on the eShop Roundup music. So, <laughs> which, by the way, is from Captain Toad. If people didn't know that, Alex, did you know? I that? hate that game. No, I'm just no one hates. <laughs> if you that. hate Captain no, Toad, no, nobody hates that game. Okay, I don't think anyone. All right, does. well, let's get out our switches. I hope you have your switch ready, Alex. There it is. Do we all have different cons? Let's, let's, Perry, do we have the same well, cons? No, I have. Oh, okay. We're sort of different. But we all have. Oh, wait, Ooh, no. he's got the Although deep do... red. Is that deep red con? No, it's just my camera's picking it up. Casey, we have the exact same. It's so funny because on my screen, it looks like that looks pink. like the Mario one, like the yeah, the, the Odyssey. Nope. this is the one nice. Perry bought. Oh, when you when you put oh, yeah. it on the side like that, the other way. Yeah, oh, you can still you can see sort of the. Uh, the more pinkish look to it, but okay. but anyway, let's stop talking about the cons and let's talk about our giveaway. We got a winner, don't we, Per? Yeah, we do. Purr. We have two winners. We we gave away the best game ever, which is Catch a Duck. Did, did you play it? <laughs> I did play it. Yeah. So why it's didn't fun. you talk it's about little, it? Well, I played it for just a little this bit. <laughs> it wasn't worth wasn't worth talking about too much. Um, 
What? I say you played I'm just it. Being honest. It, it, it would have been worth the whole segment. No, I know. You, you played it as about as much as you're going to play Fire Emblem this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, our two winners. We have Kevin Morris at Kejomo DC. It's K-E-J-O-M-O-D-C. Old Kev. Uh, and, yep. He won a copy and at It's a Bug Hunt Man, which is literally at It's a Bug Hunt it's Man. Huntman. No. So, Huntman, he's okay. It's I, a Bug I'm Huntman. No, it's sure. Hunt Man, dang it. Yeah. I, I would, first I thought it said like I like it's a huntsman like I'm not a Heinz I don't I don't eat Heinz ketchup I eat only hunts but it was Huntman. Are, so. are there anyway. such people in this world that prefer Hunts ketchup to Heinz? Surely that can't actually yeah, be there a are. thing, right? There are. Funny funny story here. One of my old bosses said that he would never eat uh, Hunt's ketchup because he he took a factory he took a factory tour there and there were bugs and the tomatoes that they were using. And um, and then he proceeded to go on his smoke break. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, yeah, but like you smoke. And he goes, I prefer to die on my own volition. Yeah. Well, I was like, all right, buddy. <laughs> I don't think if you eat bugs, if people eat bugs. It's not going to kill you. I eat bugs all the time. Dude, I got home from a show the other night and I was on my front porch and I had a bunch of gear so I couldn't get the door and Jill was coming. And I was inhaling bugs, like, because we're right next to the light on my porch, <laughs> literally inhaling bugs. Like, it was like the most uncomfortable it. thing you in the world. It. Yeah. I Kirby'd it, yeah. So, we have... So, thank you, uh, Kevin Morrison. It's a Bug Huntman, uh, Huntman for winning. Alex, thank you for being here. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Uh, actually, the winner is me, so... The winner, it is Alex, because he gets to be on the show. He's a Bug um, Huntman! This week, we have a very special giveaway. Wee-wee! Yes, we do. Courtesy of Superfan Grills Grizz Von Sizzle. Von Sizzle. Grizzle. As yeah, I like to it's call Grills. Him. Grizzle. Grizzle. Um, he he said in honor of our 150th episode to support us. He's 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 sponsoring us with a twenty dollar eShop gift card. Woo! Twenty dollars. That's a big two. So well. this is a this is a big one. Alex, you can mm-hmm. totally retweet this and you can totally win that. You're only two point okay. five times away from picking up Oninaki. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, everyone go to look at the descriptions on your podcast or on YouTube yeah. down there, and uh, you can go right to the link. Almost spilled and, my And right uh, <laughs> that would have been really funny. Ooh, yeah. Like you have to go clean it up. And right stuff. on my mic. Um, like, no. Go there. Retweet it. It's it's very obvious. Just retweet, follow us, and yep. you can win 20 bucks for the 20 eShop. bones. Pick yourself yeah. up. And, and especially, we've got some, some great games coming out in August and September. That that's gonna come in handy. That twenty bones. I know. And girls is gonna be like, just get Hollow Knight. Yeah. So there you go. And the winner is well, Grizz, Grizzle. Grizzle. Yeah. <laughs> He's like just as I That'd planned. That'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have to give him the code. Okay, but now, um, now we are into um, our classic. Let me pull up the uh, jingle. Here it is. Our classic picks of the week and there we go we got to get you we'll uh, back up the, gotta uh, get the elgato uh, stream deck so you get little buttons to press yeah i kind of have a little visual thing here i got i got i got it yeah, we're good imagine we're good. the tactile feel of a button i know i know mm. i know i need to get them to sponsor us because we're so yeah. cool elgato um, hit us up <laughs> our picks of the week so i have one this this week Ooh, i got just two. one so why don't i and go you know first nice? i was like okay good idea did I, alex you bring anything to the table 
Uh, so are we not doing the go through every single game that came no. out thing anymore? No, no. We, we've revised that. Yeah, we we revised. We're it. like we could keep spending forty minutes on this, or <laughs> Alex, the last week fifty games came out. <laughs> you know, fifty the, games. The, I feel like um, the tipper was. I guess it was E3, right? When we missed a week because we were just like E3 goodness. Woo! That's what it was. Or, yeah. Yeah, I think I think it was E3, and then also. Oh sudden, no, it wasn't E3. It was just something. And then we it was like, it. oh no, we went through seventy games, <laughs> and yeah. that was the the yeah. straw that broke the camel's back, as they say. Yeah. So yeah, now as they say, yep. Now we pick one or two games that most looks most appealing to us, and then we 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 give the the folks the cream of the crop instead of all the crap. Boom. That should be the slogan right there. Um, <laughs> uh, we give them the cream of the crop, not the cream of the crap. Yes, there we go. Uh, so my first game, the runner-up, if you will, yeah. the Church. You should show us in the darkness. Oh, I don't have my Switch open right now. Um, what a big gem. That's bot. okay. They can go look at it. It is nineteen ninety. It this is the Church in the Darkness. Um, the Church in the it Darkness. It is nineteen ninety-nine. Uh, it is on sale. Until the 9th, which is Friday. So if you're listening to this when it first um, releases, you can still get it on sale for $15.99. There you go. go. And Let's try to get it. Oh my goodness, my Joy-Cons are like yeah. reflecting yeah. off of the light. It's like a holy Joy-Con with the Church there of Darkness. Go. I know. The, the, the justifi- yeah. justiposition. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah, so this is uh, a strange little game. It looks pretty cool. Um, Essentially, I guess your nephew has joined this church, and you need to infiltrate it. But what's interesting is they said, uh, I guess there's multiple ways to play. You can go in and try and be stealthy uh, to save your nephew, or you can just go in guns ablazing, taking out uh, cult cultists left and right if you want. Um, but yeah, it looks looks like an interesting little game. Like I, like I was saying yeah. before, I always like a good weird game, and it feels like this uh, this one could sort of um, have some interesting lore and tidbits as you sort of infiltrate and learn exactly what's going on there. So, Very what's cool. the nephew's name again? I don't think they gave the nephew's name. Alexander, or at least I didn't read it and write it down. Is, Is it? it Alexander? Oh no, it's just Alex. Oh, Alex. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is there something done. you need to tell oh. us about Alex? Hmm? <laughs> what are you doing on the weekends these this days? Is... I made Alex some like, new friends. Based. He's this like, I've joined cult, the guys. church. Of fire of the emblem. darkness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, my next game is Stand By. And you know what stinks is that my thing is, is reversed. That's annoying. But it's pretty cool looking. You, oh, um, no, it looks perfectly is, good on mine. Well, on yep. yours it does, but not on yep. OBS. Oh, oh, you ruined it. I know. Way to go. Sorry, everyone. But uh, this is a really cool looking stylistic platformer, by the way. Um, escape the glitched out world in this high octane, fast paced platformer. Um, so, and honestly, I know, I know, another platformer, but it looks really, really, really cool. Um, We're sick of it, Perry. And it's stylized. It kind of reminds me of, like, Guacamelee and, like, oh, like, dude, like N++ and, like, two, though. a bunch of really good stuff. A bunch of really good stuff, anyway. Can that be my... Check it out. It's only five bucks. I was going to say, can that be my pick of the week? No. Guacamelee no. 2? No, it can't be. Although, I did get an email about, uh, I believe it's coming out physically. That's right, and with uh, the first one. Dude, that's going to be the collector's item to get right there. Did I have you buy that for me? I feel like I did. Not yet. I don't think so. Are you sure? Okay. Do you, I Are see. you sure? No, I'm pretty no, I don't think so. positive, but 
I wonder how much that title would go for. We're gonna find out. I think it's 40 bucks. All right. Well, Alex, did you pick out a game or? It's yeah. okay if you didn't. Okay. No, I did, I did. So I've played on tablet Plague Inc. Plague, Plague Inc. Plink. Plague oh, Inc. Evolved. Is, uh, is... Evolved is on the eShop for $15. And the way this game works is you're given a map and you have to end the world oh, by yeah, okay. de add developing your own disease over time. <laughs> and you're trying to cause human extinction. Periitis? And what I... So look Periitis. at that. So, so see, like, on the screen, it shows, like, you're, like, airplanes, and you got to take them and, like, cause the most damage by, like, where? Right? Is that what I'm looking the at? Airplanes. Yeah, no, that's no, no, that's, that's like, totally like flying. it. Yeah. Um, Put it in the stowaway. <laughs> that's amazing. I, Alex, it's so fun. You've played this? I've played, I don't know if it's the original version, but I played a game that was called Play Game. It's so funny. It's like iPad. Oh, I, that's so funny. It's like, I would have never, like, what a funny thing to bring up. Like, I would have yeah. just gone past it. I just, you know. You did that's go past it. That's the beauty of the eShop the new eShop roundup. So, huh? I said you did go oh, past I did. it. I was assuming yeah. you well, did your you. due that, diligence. You didn't just looks, pick the first one at the top of the recent releases. I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> Who would ever do DC I mean, Universe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, sho it shows you. <laughs> uh, update. Guacamelee, the double pack, the one-two punch collection, which is just a beautiful name. Uh, 39 yep. That's right. I believe I posted the news article. And it's actually got a, a, a cool little cover. I like it. Man, that game's Yeah, rocks. it's pretty good. Now, get to your last pick. My final Bucko. pick here is Hamsterdam for $9.99. Yeah. Uh, this is a beat-em-up. With some kung fu hamster action. Uh, this was, uh, I believe, showed off during one of the indies um, Here it is. indie trailers. And yeah, it looked like super cute. Um, I really, you know, hamsters. It's a pretty cute little hamster. Ooh, I found the perfect spot. Yeah, Look at it. Oh, baby. Just hold it there, there forever. Um, okay, hurry, my hand's shaking. I'm pretty sure it's hurry. reversed and it looks horrible. No, um, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it looks... Pause of justice. Yeah, it looks like a cute little game. I actually have a code for this one that I got a while back. Um, I need to fire it up and give it a, a play ski, so maybe I'll have some impressions next week. Um, I, I actually, awesome. it was one of those ones we got it in like July, like early July or something crazy, and I mm -hmm. forgot that it was coming out this week. I thought it was next week, so yeah, we'll probably have some uh, impressions on that one for next week for you guys. Awesome. Boom. Well, here's another reminder: check out Twitter right now. You can win twenty dollars for the eShop. Go retweet it right now and it is and we and then that with that it ends the eShop roundup and do you know what that means oh, the best time of the week baby that's right here it is news talk with casey gibson all right it is the news talk time yes sir now and i have there it is boosh there it is Ooh. news talk with casey gibson and yes that's the super nintendo font it's it, is uh -huh. it my big face behind the implanted like no no, I didn't want to scare people off. So. Well, it's a shame. Uh, well, we've got not a ton of news, but we've got some interesting news, I would say. Uh, our, we, we mentioned last week that Nintendo Online subscription users uh, would be getting a full demo, right, uh, in Japan? Well, yeah, that's for coming, Captain Toad, right? Yeah, for Captain Toad. Well, come in stateside, yep. grab your tennis rackets, boys, because it is Mario Tennis Aces uh, from... Wait, is that why Alex has it? Yep. That was, ah. I, I, uh, I actually thought to download it because I saw your little note in the in notes the document notes. that was like, oh, oh, 
I can download it now. But it, I tried like playing it, and it checks. Mm. Like, uh, yeah. It, well, it goes so tomorrow. live uh, Wednesday. So gotcha. obviously, if you're listening to this, it is out. You can go download, and given you are a member uh, subscriber, you can download it for free. Uh, from the 7th of August until the 13th, which is next Tuesday um, at midnight Pacific time. So, yeah, pretty darn cool, I'd say. Um, I'm excited to see if they continue to do this in the future with different titles. But uh, Mario Tennis Aces is a fun game um, for sure. And uh, if you haven't played it, yeah. and like I said, you're a subscriber, there's literally no reason not to jump in and give it a, yeah. give it a whirl, if you will. Um Wario's in it. Yeah. And uh Waluigi's and Waluigi. And there are a lot of characters. Tennis outfits they, on. They've continued to pour in new characters into that game quite a bit. Um which is cool. And like it's That's got cool, some man. good online play. And if you want to get your butt kicked, hit up Terrence. He will knock you on your butt. I remember I was like uh, yeah. I, I was like, I'm not too bad at, at Mario tennis and then dude he just I mean I can shred Perry. Yeah, d- yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel pretty good going into this match. Yeah. And Terrence yeah, is like, no, uh, like sit down. You're a big gym bot. And I was like, Yes, I am. Yes, I, yes, am. I am. Uh you know what I always wonder? I always think like Fire Emblem Radiant Dawn for the Wii. That game, I don't that mustn't have sold very well because after that game, they were like, we're not making any more Fire Emblem games. Yeah, we're done. And then, yep, basically. Well, So I always wondered what the sales numbers was that for, or what it was like. This is just a random anecdote. It has nothing to do with the segue to the next news yeah. n- news point. What news is that, Alex? That's that. Oh, oh yeah. I got him. Yeah. I got, he, this Jimmy no, thought good. it was him. <laughs> Wait, am I, am I doing anything? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you do so whatever you want to do. This is news talk with Casey Gibson, Casey. This ain't news talk with with Alexander. I like to bring in <laughs> a little bit of air, buddy. All right. All right. So, Fire Emblem Three Houses sold not one, not two, but 15 times more than Fire Emblem Radiant Dawn on the Nintendo Wii console. Mm. Right. So they got 15 times more. So because I guess that was the last well, um, console. Yeah, the the, uh, the launch sales. Uh, pretty darn impressive, I'd say. Mm-hmm. And I think it's been yeah. And with uh, I, with console Fire Emblem games, especially like in very much the traditional sense of what a Fire Emblem game was, it didn't really make a whole ton of sense, right? Because it's like usually the games are long and like their mission, like it just fit. On the portable, much better. It's a handheld you know? game, a lot better. Uh, so that's why I was originally thinking three houses. I was like, like okay, like yeah, it, you know, it, with the switch makes sense, obviously, because you've got the the portability to go along with it. But um, yeah, I really am happy with the the shift they've done, and and like Alex was saying before, like they it is not just another Fire Emblem game. It is very much taking Fire Emblem, bringing in a lot of new ideas, and uh, yeah, fifteen times that of Radiant Dawn. Not too scabby. And uh, mm-hmm. just to piggyback on that, I guess um, first week uh, it beat out Wolfenstein, uh, was number two, then Crash Team Racing, and then Super Mario Maker 2 and fourth. Um, which is crazy because uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses came out so late in the month as well. So 
you got to factor yeah, in. Yeah, I like, think it did really good. Yeah. So I think it's another big success. It'll be fun to get like that, hear like the big first month's numbers. And that means there's going to be another um, Fire Emblem coming Fire Emblem? for the Switch. I can guarantee Six it. Six yeah. houses. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Six paths. And Alex, three houses. No, please two. make it, dude. How sweet would it be if they if they put. 25% of the effort into an Advance Wars game. Oh, come on. That would be amazing. Well, actually, the battalion stuff that's in the new Fire Emblem, isn't that kind of Advance Wars-esque? Or is that not a thing? I don't know. Um, don't. Well, uh, advan- you haven't played Advance Wars, I take it? Or not a Not very much. Um, it, it is very much where Fire Emblem, you have your set team, right? Advance Wars yeah. is where it's like, it's sort of like a, like, you don't level up your characters. It's more like an RTS it, in the sense that, like, I'm yes. going to produce units each turn, and like, the the combat is sort of similar in Ca- the sense. Yeah, and then you capture other buildings. You know, you and you, your, you capture your buildings to raise rises, money to to yeah. make more units. Yeah, got it. So it's very. I think to me, it's a lot more. I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's obviously it's an RTS. super strategic. It's like a, but I think it's a little bit more strategic because, like, you're always on the same plane yeah. when you hit each level it's not like how are you gonna go through the yeah, game it's not it's like, like oh i made the the these three characters absolute units yeah, you can't sit there and grind everything. yeah exactly um, so yeah got it um anyway. cool. now moving along here i don't know if any of you our last piece or no second to last you jump in the gun um Sorry. i'll save that last piece for you perry but this one i'm Thanks, gonna take Bucko. smash bros ultimate has set a record for the highest peak viewership in evo history uh, over every other game that has ever been played there, with uh, 279,000 people uh, watching at one point during it the couldn't weekend. break the 280. Yeah, losers. It couldn't break the big 280. Um, losers. <laughs> Move well, on. Well, it's cool. Ultimate got like the the prime, like the the finale of Evo. They had the last slot, um, and it was really good. Uh, really good tournament. Like I don't know if I know Perry doesn't watch like you know esports or fighting anything. Like, are you into that, Alex, or not really? Not really. Yeah, so essentially it was like, there were a lot of big upsets within the tournament, um, and like, people who like are usually in the top four, you know, like, getting eliminated at like, you know, in the 20th range, you know, so there were a lot of upsets. Um, MK Leo, he is like the ultimate best player, you know what I mean? He's, he's the best, and he was in loser's bracket. He got knocked down in the loser's bracket early, um, oh, yeah. but he had like the most epic run of all time, and he won anyway, which I hate because I don't hate him, but I just hate watching the same people win over and over and over again. A mm. New York sports fan has bred that into my soul, so watching these <laughs> darn guys win all the time. Oh, dude, I forgot. <laughs> I, I, okay, so we drove past a, uh, someone right up the street for us has a Patriots flag. Oh, you should egg their house. Hanging outside. And I think it was like an American flag, but like with the Patriots logo and stuff on it. But anyway, I stopped. I literally stopped. Jill and I were driving. We stopped, and I was like, Jill, we have to get a picture of this and send it to Casey. And so, like, we stopped, but, like, the wind was blowing, and it was, like, covering up the Patriots logo. Like, it was, like, ruffled. Are you sure this wasn't was, like, just an American for the, flag? I was, like, waiting for the wind. To un- and, like, we were seriously, like, in the middle of street, stopped there for, like... 20 seconds like stopping like hoping no one's looking at us taking a picture of this house yeah and i didn't get it we couldn't get it and i was like i'll come i'll get it again next time well get get a good picture well if it's an american flag i guess you shouldn't burn it but um if it was just a patriots flag i'd be all on board with just burning that sucker to the ground but uh 
But yes, yes. All right. uh, moving on to our last well, bit here. What do we got per pert? Dragon Dairy Queen 11 will have a demo. And that's Dragon Quest 11. Boom. Um and the and the cool thing about this cool de- this cool demo is that if you if you if you download it and you play it in the saved if you keep the saved data you'll get a free seed of skill when playing the full game. You know that seed of skill is probably going to come in handy. It's going to give you the upper hand. I, yeah. I, I love like, like, I have no idea what that means, but if it's anything like, like with Pokemon, didn't they do like, Alex, didn't they do stuff like, like if you get online in the first week, like you get like five free Pokeballs. Like, yeah. Ultra balls, like something stupid. Yeah, (laughs) they would. So they would do that. But what they would also do is certain Pokemon. They would give away, like if you through mystery gift. If you buy the game before December of this year, you'll get this shiny Mewtwo Mm. or whatever to use in your to use in your proper game. But Mm -hmm. yeah, Pokemon give stuff away, even in their demos. I I never got a shiny. Never once in my whole life. Alex shiny hunts on stream every Thursday night. Dude, <laughs> there is it's... definitely an audience for that. I like I've definitely seen like people grinding out not, shinies. That does not legitimize yep. it. If there's an audience, um, it's legitimate. It's legit. Um no, I just I'm just saying it's with a, this this Alexander Kalaf. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> That's amazing. You know, you had to go by that when you were in yeah, that sh- school. Yeah. I know you did. He's quit everything, and he's going full-time streamer. <laughs> I love it. Um, Strictly shiny. yeah, that seed of skill. I guess that seed of skill is probably something that up- uh, upgrades your Yeah, I'm imagining I, bet it's good. I-, I haven't played the game, and I don't know much about it in the, the sense of, like, systems. But, yeah, I'd imagine maybe it unlocks a new ability or just increases some stats on your character kind of thing you know um but yeah yeah well whenever alex is on the show he always increases our seed of skill yeah. by at least he's one. full of the seeds <laughs> that's disgusting yeah. Yeah. perry you're yeah. you're gross oh. i think i think it's awesome i think that dragon quest 11 getting a demo is awesome because i haven't really played much dragon quest in the past but I look at this game and I'm like, ooh, it's this pretty console JRPG. Ooh, but it's on handheld. Ooh, but it looks really good. Ooh, it's got this orchestral soundtrack. I think me getting the opportunity to play a demo and just even get the tiniest feel for what I would actually be in for if I got the game, like, that's big to me. Yeah. And cool. it's also got nostalgic retro graphics as well. Ooh. If you yeah. want to play the inferior well, way. I, yeah, it's yeah. funny because inferior. Jordan is all yeah, aboard, is. like, playing it the old way. And I'm like, okay. I'm definitely going to play the fresh way. But there are definitely going to be parts when, like, probably when you're on the overworld, you know, where it's like, I've seen this sort of, like, a bunch. Like, let's just flip it and see how it plays. Like, I, I hope it's literally as easy as just, like, pressing the minus button or something, you know? Yeah. Where, like... You know, I don't yeah. want to have to go it into a won't menu. Be. It'll probably be a menu, yeah. Although, because I remember, like, one of the, one of the Halos, I, get, I think it was I, when they remade Halo 1, I believe. Um, yeah, I think so, or, yeah. or one of the Halos, you could, like, literally, it was just one button, and it just switched on the fly. And I was like, that is just so smart, you know? It's, like, so cool to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
All right, well, we're going to head straight into our topic of the show. And like I said before, our topic of the show is going to be very fun. Is it? it I is, don't know if I believe be about, you. It's going to be about Pokemon Red and Blue because it's our 151st Pokemon. episode. So we brought Alex on, who's a, who's a Pokemaniac, and we're going to talk about our favorite He's a three Pokemon. And our, yeah, our top. So we're going to talk our top three Poke, original Pokemon and our top three moments, memories of the, the memories playing the original and three Pokemon. Of now, playing Red and Blue? Of playing Red and Blue. Okay. RB, baby. So, in Pokemon Diamond, I loved um, Alex. So, Alex and I, this is pre-Talk Nintendo. We were on a podcast on connectivity that we did called Themesters. And, and I actually did four covers of the original Pokemon um, soundtrack and like new covers of Nerd. them. We all did different things. <laughs> yeah, totally. Anyway, so we had some great. Uh, that, that's a great. Uh, we should try to find that and link. If you that find in it, our, in our, I'll put it in. I'll link yeah. it. Yeah, no, we'll put that in the. I'll link whatever uh, you send on, me uh, on our on our Nintendo World Report. It's a great. I think it's a great podcast, and um, uh, so you should go listen to that if you like Pokemon Red and Blue. It's fun. It's eerie. I do this crazy cover of the uh, Pokemon Tower. Uh, what's the scary town? Do, do, what's the scary do, town? Do, do. Lavender Town. Lav yeah, yes, Lavender Town. Not the actual tower, but the Lavender Town. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. And Nick Bray's on it. Um, and Adam. So it's fun. Um, oh, Nick Bray. So. What do you say? We we are going to get right into our top three. So let's do, what, what should we do? Characters first? Let's do characters. Yeah, I think. Our, 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 our yeah, top three po Pokemon. Characters? They're called Pokemon. Well, they are characters. They're quite the character. But um, Alex, let's start it off. What's your number three? So we'll go from three to one. My number three would be Venusaur. Yes. Because Bulbasaur was... Uh, the first couple times I played the game, it was Squirtle, because it's like, ooh, water's not weak against anything, so that must be the best choice. Uh, but then I realized Bulbasaur was the best of the three starters. Objectively, pretty awesome. I'm a I'm a Bulbasaur man myself. I I think back in the day I was totally a Charmander kid, but uh, I love me a little Bulb. He's so cute. Like, tell me you wouldn't want that Bulbasaur jumping up and snuggling with you a little bit, you know? He is cute, <laughs> and I love how like Squirtle is is a turtle, and then a Charmander's like Salamander. What is it, Salamander? No, he's a dragon. Thing. Well, I well, know. what is it? And then a, char a, a salamander, a chameleon, and then a, a dragon. That all makes sense. And then Bulbasaur's a dinosaur. Well, he's like a turtle. He's like <laughs> yeah. a little turtle. Sort of. Well, no, no I guess not. He's a dinosaur. Squirtle's the turtle. Yeah. Ah. Potato, potato. But he looks, I know, they look very, well, it's interesting, right? Because you look at their, you look at like their faces and they're like all the same. Almost. It's weird. If you look at the original three. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. But, all right. My number three, I'm just going to go to me, is... Because I'm skipping over Casey, even though he's. You in don't the need me. Um, Arcanine. Who? Arcanine. I really no, like Arcanine <laughs> because a he's a dog, and I love dogs. And Growlithe is cute, but Arcanine is awesome, and he's like a legendary-looking dog. Mm -hmm. And um, like Entei is cool too, but like Arcanine's like a fire dog, and that's just is really cool. Good old me, fire so. dog. I just love dogs. Yeah. <laughs> My dog is sitting right over <laughs> here. She's so cute. No, is that you're like. <gasps> Oh, <laughs> like 
I know. She's like, not right here. She, she was. was she I saw her the, there before. The she was. She was hanging out. I know. Yeah. All right. So for me, I sort of took the starters out of it, right? Because it's like everyone loves the starters, you know. I, I'm not gonna take the low hanging fruit like like Alex over here. Um, but um, but are they your favorite? What's up? Are they your favorite? Is one of them your favorite? Eh. Okay, then don't worry about well, it. Well, here here's a, there's a bunch of character, a bunch of I'll call them characters after making fun of you for calling them characters. <laughs> uh, I, there's a bunch of pokes that I do like. You know, it's like a ghastly. Big fan of ghastly. Um, you know, yes, he's good. Uh, but uh, number three, I'm going with Bell Sprout. D- true and tried, Bell baby. Sprout. Yeah, I bet no one saw that the, one the, coming. The, um, Bell Sprout, man. Great. I love Bell Sprout. Those little twig legs of his running around. Um, I don't know. It's just. It is pretty great. Like I said, I sort of I like grass types, right? So it's like early on, you know, I was like, you know, and like I said back in the day, I would I was picking up uh, Charmander to start out with. So it was like got to get a grass uh, grass type on your team there uh bell sprouts pretty early on um and yeah i don't know i just i always had a fondness for bell sprout you know and oddish too i like oddish and they, they were exclusive to you know both those they were sort of their counterparts in the exclusivity um but yeah mm-hmm. i always i always like a good bell sprout and then he turns into like all right i, I forget that Weeping Bell and Weeping then, Bell? Uh, what's his last? We- Weeping Bell. Yeah. <laughs> Weeping Bell. No, Victory he's Bell. weeping. He's just sad. Weeping he's Bell. sad because he's not freaking Bell Sprout anymore. He's like that sounds like exactly how Hank yeah. would say it. Weeping Bell. <laughs> Weeping Bell. Lady Bird. <laughs> Lady Bird. Yeah. No, Bell Sprout's great. <laughs> yeah. Alex, number two. Oh, and he's uh, and, and Bell Sprout number sixty-nine of one fifty-one. I, I got my number. Yeah, big pervert. I got all of my nice. numbers here. It wasn't a perverted thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, now I gotta look mine up. Or Alex, do you know Arcanine's number? Uh, no. <laughs> Why would I know? He's not Arcanine's that much number because you're a pokemaniac. <laughs> I think he's calling you a big nerd. Is what he thinks of you. <laughs> some I people totally learn languages. Some people learn the he specific numbers. He knows the number inside and out. Yeah. Yep. All right, but Alex, what is your number two? Uh, Mewtwo. Aha! Mewtwo. Mewtwo's great. I know that I number like, yeah. 150. Yep. Yeah, Mewtwo's badass. Nerd. He's he's a, he's a clone of a Pokemon which was like not even supposed to be in the original game. Yeah. Um, and he hangs out in that mountain or that cave all by his lonesome just He's he's the post game. Just mm. one Pokemon is the complete post game of the Red and Blue. There it is. That's all you need. He, he yeah. was so he was yeah. so manly. I don't know, he seems really angry, doesn't well, he? Well, yeah, because he's sitting in a cave all alone. Also, are there female Mewtwo's? No. It's because legendaries, for the most part, don't have genders. Okay. In, po- in the Pokemon? Gotcha. In the Pokemon world, yeah. He just is. Gotcha. Or it is just He just it. is. See, I always thought it would be cool, like, I feel like Mewtwo, that would have been a cool, like, you know how they went from starters to, like, they went to like the legendary was the was the the Pokemon of the game, you know. Mm. Yeah. But the original, I always thought it'd be cool to go back and make like the legendary, like Mewtwo would have been a On cool the representation, cover. you know, or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Or just missing. Are, are I mean like or Articuno, you know, or the the legendary birds? I don't know. Yeah. Zapdos. Anywho. Well, my number two 
is the one and only, and he's, okay, let's see if you guys know. Number 43. Weeping Bill. <laughs> yeah. Alex, any guesses? Um, 40. All the cool Pokemon are on the back Is that Graveler? That, uh... <laughs> I, nope. It's, it's Clefable. Ooh, I do love Clefable. I miss my Graveler. I used Clefable. My, my Alolan Graveler. Oh, my, uh... Oh. <laughs> the sad thing is that if you have a fully developed graveler, it means you have no friends to turn it into a golem. That is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's Casey. Nope. Mine is Oddish. Mm, okay, so I love yeah. Oddish. And actually, this uh this last playthrough, the Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, I never let my Oddish evolve for the first time. <laughs> you just time. kept him great. kept him going as uh yeah, it was great. Dude, yeah, I like I the Oddish. Oddish. Dude. He's just adorable. He's cute. He's just mm-hmm. just this little guy. Yeah, he'd be a great team like with Bellsprout. You know what I mean? Yeah, like little, little those buddies, two together. They amigos. seem like they're, like they're like they're like best buds, but like they live on opposite opposite side. I'm a weep. I'm a Bellsprout, and you're an Oddish. <laughs> they're best buds. Get I it? I sure do. Buds, yeah. huh? You know, I definitely need to get one of those. I need to make that jingle. I need. I feel like Oddish. I'm learning. I'm would learning. be an incredible plushie to own. Mm. Yeah, you know, perfect, perfect uh, pl- plush. An odd plush. <laughs> odd plush. I'm on like Bulbapedia, and it, uh-huh. I love like I'm on Bulbapedia. Are you? Too. <laughs> Me too. Are you on Oddish? <laughs> scroll down. No, I'm on my number scroll one. Scroll down to body I'll, style. I'll <laughs> And it's literally just. Wait, wait. <laughs> it's just. Body style is my favorite Japanese oh, wrestler. Oh, and it yeah. just looks like yeah. a little Oddish, like in black and white. Yeah. <laughs> it's. Yeah, shit right there, that. <laughs> that is so funny to me. Okay. Alrighty. Um, Interesting. So, my right. number two Dratini, number 147. Oh. And uh, this is one of, wow. it might, I'm not sure if it's the only dragon type in the original. If not, it is very much a very limited um, quantity of dragon types in that game. I guess, uh, is Gyarados, is he technically like a dragon type? Nope. No. He's, uh, I don't think, Gyarados is never dragon type. And even when he mega evolves, he just turns into water dark. Okay. This is the best, most nerdy conversation i've so ever been a part of it's i'm great. trying to think it. gen one um water flying he might be the only yeah he's flying that's what it okay. is okay yep so i'm thinking um then in the original games because it looks like i'm looking for dragon types and you got like mega charizard x is dragon type but obviously you know he did not turn into that um in the original so I'm thinking it might actually be the only dragon type in the game. But yeah, I always, to me, it was like, dragon's like awesome, dude. And he's like, he, he looks, yeah. he, well, he's super cute first off. Um, yeah, I'm more of a dragon there. Yeah, and the then dragon air, oh, and then, but then he becomes dragonite. And, and it's like, what it happened? It's the most <laughs> anticlimactic turn of events, you know? It's like, first <laughs> off, you got this. He's like. Oh, you got oh. like Charizard's chubby cousin. Yeah, he's like the dingus in class you don't want to talk to, you know. But I do like Dragonite. I mean, like, don't look get at me his wrong. little like wings, dude. Like, what happened to this guy? He was trending to be the coolest looking Pokemon of all time. It's like blue, like sort of eely. Like you almost hey. think it would have been oh, like man. a, um, like a Japanese 
style dragon, you know, very long and like epic, like sort of almost like Gyarados style, right? Like if you yeah. told me Gyarados was the final form of Dratini, I'd be like, makes sense, you know? But then you show this picklehead, Dragonite. Um, <laughs> picklehead. <laughs> he's adorable. I mean, dude. he's he's cute in his own goofy way, but it's like, I remember being like, that's what he turns into? Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> um, so funny, yeah. dude. But yeah, I, I, I remember the, the hopes and dreams of what my Dratini would turn into uh, were dashed when you turn into Dragonite. But yeah, I, I still... Dr- I like dragon, dragon types back in the day, man. I was all on board. I you want to hear something really sad about Dragon types? What's that? In... In Generation 1, Red, Blue, Yellow, the only Dragon-type move was Dragon Rage, which I remind you is a move that deals 40 HP damage no matter who uses it or whether it's super effective or what. So there were no actual Dragon-type moves other than Dragon Rage in the first generation. Dragon-type dragon so got... They were just teasing uh, what would come later, you know? It's like they're dangling. It's like... Yeah. But I guess we should have known by the, like, Dragonite, like... Uh, maybe it was the biggest troll of all time the dragon type you know there's one move and dragonite's the final form enjoy boys you know it's like all right dragon and uh psychic were the overpowered oh, type psychic of baby. gen one mm. oh yeah psychic man Ooh, yeah. oh just the just the move psychic yeah with mm-hmm. my cadabra all right because i didn't have any friends so i just had the cadabra yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so Alex, number uh, one, baby. Alex is number one. Yes, I'm going to choose a Pokemon that is perfect, that needed no evolution, no mega evolution. Oh, can I guess? No real redesigns. Uh, you'll probably be right if you guess. Oh, really? I mean, maybe. I don't know. I was going to say Tangela. Oh no! It's not. I was going to say um, Alakazam based off of your name play before, but he does no. have a mega so, evolution, doesn't he? I think. Yes, so I'm, I chose a perfect Pokemon that is very, very cool, very, very cute, and needed no redesigns whatsoever, and that is number one thirty-one, Lapras. Mm, okay. Mm. Okay. You're the plesiosaur Pokemon. You're a big Lapras man, huh? I'm a I'm a big Lapras head. <laughs> Everyone gets a Lapras in the playthrough, also. Mm-hmm. I thought you were gonna try yep. and make you, like you a lap it? dance joke out of that pair. Everyone gets a lap dance. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you sick pervert. Okay. Um, although you do ride on Lapras, <laughs> I'm right? I'm the pervert. <laughs> He's a good surfing Pokemon. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Yeah, there it is. What about you, Perry? What's your number one? This is obvious. I've I've said it to Casey many times. And what's great is mine is on the screen. It's right here. Blastoise, baby. With his cannons. Blastoise is my favorite. I love his cannons. I he's the he's just the coolest. I've always thought he was the coolest. Always. Like ever since I saw him, he's the coolest. And he still is. There it is. Do you like Mega Blastoise? No. <laughs> I hate him. Two cannons is the perfect yeah, amount. Yeah. Two cannons. Why would I go to one? Any... Or does he go to three? No, he goes to three, I think. Oh, well, he should have... No, if you're going to go Mega, you got to double up at least, you know? Hey, you should have had dude, four cannons. He has... Dude, Hydro Pump. 
Remember the original hydro pump? It's like the little, like, you know, like the little, you know, things coming up from the ground. You know what I'm talking about? Do you guys not it's know? Like a, no, 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 I know it's what you're like talking a, it's about. It's like a fire hydrant, like, coming up, shooting. Yeah, Water yeah. gun, you know, bubble. you know, and you finally get the, you get bubble, and you get bubble beam. All that, all that business. And War Turtle is awesome, and, and Squirtle's What great, numbers is, is just I the guess, coolest. that's number and, six, right? And the, and the thing is, is like, if it's, is it six know. or nine? And, and it's a uh, it Charizard. I, I know, know, I, I know. Uh, Bulbasaur is number one, so Venusaur is going to be three. I forget. Mm-hmm. Look it up, oh. Casey. Who, who, who the heck uh, am you I? Know, you know, Pokemon Red and Blue, right? And I always played Red, and Blastoise was like, "Well, Blastoise can beat the crap out of Charizard. Everyone thinks Charizard is the coolest. Charizard's pretty cool, but Blastoise can beat the crap out of Charizard. So he sure can. He just." <laughs> He just puts his flame out. Speaking Easy. of Charizard, all right, um, he's number uh, nine, Bulbasaur. I uh, will okay. Blastoise. The saddest Pokemon anime one ever is when they find the the Charmander. I don't know if you guys. I I watched like I guess. Oh yeah. Oh. And his yeah. his trainer was like hated him for some reason. He left him out in the rain, and his flame almost went out. And, and then like, Ash if had the his, flame goes and, out, they die. Uh, and right? then Ash like saved yeah. him, but I was like, what a monster. Who leaves that cute little fire Pokemon out in the rain, man? And like, how did that guy get that Charmander? He must have had a friend that. That guy should have gone to jail, or they should have just literally (laughs) killed him. But you're gonna kill Charmander. We're gonna kill you, dude. We just waterboard him. Mm -hmm. No, I think just leave him. (laughs) My goodness. Well, he was waterboarding Charmander pretty much. (laughs) Okay. All right. This is turn up. My okay. turn, right? So, or you got something else to yeah, say you're number about one. the old Bulba? All right. Uh, no. Mine is no. Blastoise, not Bulbasaur. Uh, <laughs> potato, potato. Potato. Uh, <laughs> uh, Alakazam is my number one. Um, and I wish I should have thought ahead to bring a pair of Spoonie McSpoonerton. Um, yeah, I, Psychic man, I always loved the Psychic type, and and I was like Abra, you know, trying to catch Abra back in the day when he just continues to. Uh, blast like teleport away from you um yeah i was always a big fan I, like i said i loved psychic type like alex said like it just demolished people um and i remember oh yeah like every single back one. in the day mm-hmm. um me my brother and my two neighbors were like really into pokemon so it was like we all had our teams you know and he would just do work uh but yeah uh number 65 alakazam and what's funny was when i was looking up this uh abra like I was scrolling through trying to, I found Alakazam, and then I saw Casey, and I was like, "Like, what is this?" Abra in Japan is apparently Casey, <laughs> which I was like, "What the heck, dude? That is so amazing!" Um, especially, I mean, because obviously I love Alakazam, but I love like the three, the trio, right? Abra, Kadabra, and Alakazam. Uh, so I thought that was funny that it was in Japan. I just got that. in Japan. There's a bunch just of kidding. people that loved Casey. My favorite Pokemon's Casey. Boom. Casey, Casey Dabra, and Casey Zabababadabra. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. All right. There you well, go. so that's our favorite Pokemon. So we, I let's narrow this down to one moment because of time wise. Our one moment. Our, our favorite okay. moment. Now, I, I, um, is this now our favorite moment in the game or our favorite, like. Favorite memory or moment of playing the game? Mm, mm. Just as vague as you want. I'll go first. Okay. You should go first. Hey, I'm Perry. Go first. I think you should go first. 
I'll go okay. first. So it's agreed upon that Perry will go first? Yep. All in favor? Aye. Yay. Uh, okay. All right, Perry, the floor is yours. <laughs> Wait, Eleanor, what's her vote? Perry. All right, there it is. She's looking at me like, why'd you stop petting yeah. <laughs> me? Um, my favorite moment of the game, or one of my favorite memories, it's probably not my favorite, but it's just one of my favorite, is getting the security guard a drink. I always loved that. Or, you know, that the uh, the person, it, the, it's a guard, Is that right? in the game center? Yeah. Um, no, it's on the, it's to, so you can get into uh, Cerulean, Celadon. Which city is it that you can't get into? Cause you, um... So Celadon is the first one, I think. Yeah, but I think it's Cer- Cerulean. Is the big city, right? Mm, sure. Right? <laughs> no, that's Saffron. Sa- I don't know, whatever. It's well, just Saffron city. and Celadon are the two big ones. Perry doesn't remember okay. the city. Well, the he just remembers city, handing over that icy cold I just remember beverage. this. The, yeah, the cool thing is, though, like, you can pick whatever. Like, like, you can get him different things from the vending machine. Like, I remember that. I just remember, I love that idea. Like, you can get on, like, a water, or like, a lemonade, I think. Or, like, there's, like, a soda or something like that. And I don't know. That just always made me thirsty. Mm-hmm. So I'm thirsty right now. That's why you got to stay hydrated. And I just always thought that was great. Gatorade. I just love the idea that's like, okay, you can pass now. You've given me a beverage. Yeah, you scratch my so. back, I'll scratch yours, you know? Exactly. Um, anyway, Alex, who you want to go or me? I can go. I think mine's mine's cheating, uh, but defeating the yeah. catching defeating... Mewtwo. <laughs> yeah, with my master ball. What is no. it? So my favorite moment in the Pokemon games is when you go to uh, Viridian. I think it's Viridian. It's it's the one with Giovanni. Uh, you talk to that old man. It's at the very. F- front of the game mm-hmm. you, he shows you how to catch pokemon mm. then you go to cinnabar island yeah <laughs> <Yes>. drive <laughs> ride your lapras or burst up yeah. and down the along the edge. up and down <laughs> and you find either <laughs> missing no or a level 139 mewtwo yes or an m or your game blows up <laughs> Or your game collapses, or you fight a trainer that's named like TM sixty four. Yes. Now it's it's just the magic of the missing no yeah. glitch and it's all that great, it entails. Right? I've got it now, written I, down. I imagine the the first one. Missing no. Yeah, the first <laughs> one that figured that out. The first person. What am I doing? And then he calls his friend, and he's like, "Okay, just write down everything you How did." How do we recreate this? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I remember. Uh, I guess I talked to the guy. For me, like I said, that was up there. Uh, I've I've got a couple of like like I like the Pokemon Tower, super cool and stuff, and and like getting on the SSN. Yeah. But yeah, the whole like yeah. ethos around the missing no, you know, like oh my like, yeah. And for right? me, um, I got this like the first time I remember playing this, I was in second grade. My friend had it, and I didn't have a Game Boy or anything, and I was like, I need Pokemon, like I need it. Yes. Um, and then like my mom. <laughs> God bless her, you know. She she got me a Game Boy Pocket and both versions for Christmas. And I just, like, because she didn't know. She was like, she's like, I don't know what the difference is. So she just got me both of them, which worked out really. Yeah. And there and therein lies the genius of yeah, why they def- did that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Why release one game when yeah. you can release two? When you two. can trick Chris into getting two. Um, but yeah, I remember. <laughs> so, like, I was probably in third grade. Um, 
by the time like I was like full swing of things, you know? And yeah, I just like the whole, everyone like talking about it, you know? And like, you got to do this and you got to do that. It's but awesome. You got to be careful because yeah. it, like you can't save after, like you can't catch them and then save it. It messes things up. And, but then there was the rare candy trick, you know? And it was like, if you put whatever item is in slot this and you do the missing number, uh, it will give you 99 of those things. So then it was like, oh, I love ooh, it. like I can level up. I got a rare candy. Like now all my guys are going to be it's super so strong. Um, it's so good. Oh. And then and, and then if you go even further, there's M, which is like the extra evil yeah. version <laughs> of missing no. And then you give it fly and then you uh, raise it to like level two. And then you have a Kangaskhan that knows fly because it evolves into Kangaskhan. And <laughs> then you put that into Pokemon Stadium, and then you see Kangaskhan fly. <laughs> Are you serious? That's a thing that you is, can do. That is amazing. That is so good. That is so. That is so cool. Yeah, I. Um, wow. I you don't just, think you, you can. I don't mind. think you can bring the glitch Pokemon into the game. Like it might like turn into. It might be like a substitute doll or what, something. Yeah. What happens when you play with missing no? Um. Sometimes. Doesn't it show up as like a, like a. Uh, I forget it show exactly. Up as? I, I don't remember. know if I, like a Nidoran or something. Like I've. Like it looks like it. What does it look like from the back? It it looks like it's a big like TV static screen, but shaped I know, but like, like it doesn't it look like a Pokemon when you play with it, like from the back. Yeah, no, it totally has a back sprite. Um, and, but do you remember what it was? It's just it looks like a Q uh, QR card. Co- Cubone. Like, I'm I I, I just googled it. No, it looks like it like a QR code. You know those like boxes. Oh, okay. Like, that's okay. what I'm seeing here. Gotcha. Um, I don't know if that that might just be someone making like a whatever, but yeah, I just remember gotcha. the feeling. Anyway. Like I remember like like bat like being scared almost to battle it because it'd be like like oh my god, my game might be ruined. Like I feel yeah. like I shouldn't be doing this, but then it was also like yeah. the excitement. You know, as like a little kid, you were like, I, so like good, this dude. is crazy. Like I need to do this. You know, and like. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. So, and I remember because I had because I, I like back in the I call it like I remember I completed the Pokedex like 150. I remember I was like super proud of that, you know. But then I was like, oh, I don't want to screw it up, you know. And then like, how'd you get Mew? Uh, well, I, like, well, I had the 150, and then my friend had a Game Shark or something or a Game Genie gotcha. or whatever it is, and, mm. and they traded me one. But because that was the you only know what way, my friend Casey would say. But, that's, That's cheating. cheating. Um, but that was the only way you could get it in the original, right? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Wasn't there no, something well, you could go to Toys R Us when it came out, and that's where the, the only time they handed them out or something? Something like so, that, right? When Mew was originally put into the game, it was kind of put into the game like a few weeks before the game went gold, or whatever you say about a finished yeah game, uh, mm-hmm. Game Boy game that finished development. Yeah, and... Um, there were ways, at least in Japan and maybe the U.S., to get it through special events. I know Japan, not sure about U.S., but the only way to obtain it without using a Game Shark is to either do one of those weird teleport glitches or through the missing no uh, style of glitch. So you I had believe. to cheat Crazy. any which way. Yeah, That's stupid, though, though, right? Unless, unless you're at, like, one event in 1999 yeah. where... Back in the old days. Yeah, nowadays fair. you it's just do like the world trade and it's like, oh, look, I got a Mew somehow. 
Yeah. And meanwhile, someone's yeah, like, no. "Score! No, like you just get I a got free the Lolan Graveler," and I'm like, "No, yeah. you you bought a fifty dollar Pokeball accessory early." Yeah. And yes. uh, I, there you go. <laughs> you get the rarest Pokemon. I'm so glad ever. I withheld the urge it's to so do that. It's so rare. You can literally buy it for fifty dollars. Pay to win, baby. <laughs> I see what's going on win. here. Anyway, Pokemon Ranch did that too, <laughs> and uh, Pokemon Battle Revolution on Wii—you could get Surfing Pikachu, but it didn't look any different. It was just a Pikachu that you surf. <laughs> that's the awesome. ultimate gift. That's so know? weird. <laughs> yeah, that's like the, that's like a Kangas, like a like a Kangas Khan that can fly. Kangas. Yeah. Well, this has been fun, and like I said, Pokemon. What what a legendary game! Just you know, like just you know, childhood. It's fun. We all have our like it's. It's a game that people our age, all of us played, yeah, it, you know, especially well, like, boys. It, you know, I mean, and, like, for us, um, or at least for me, definitely, it was the first, like, oh, my God, like, it was the craze, you know, like, it was the first, because cra- I guess, like, growing up, like, Pogs were, like, a craze at one point, you know, and I remember playing with Pogs, yeah. but I was, like, I was too young to really know, you know, like, I felt like this yeah. was the first one, like, I was old enough to know what was going on, like, you know, for the most part, and, like, yeah, to be, I like... Mean, this is insane. Like this is something, and like like I said, I remember it was just dumb chance that I like, hung out with my one friend. And he was like, "You gotta try this game," and like instantly was hooked. That's how it was. And then it was like, yeah, instantly mm-hmm. like I need this. And like I said, thank God my mom like was cool enough to to make it happen. And you know, it was like, oh, just to be like, but then you like, go to school and everyone's playing. You know, like you could trade, you could battle, like yeah. you could talk to anyone about it. You know, it was it was definitely yeah. really cool. Well, yeah. and then, then not only that, but then the TV shows on, and then the trading cards. Yeah, I, mean, I was into really the trading cards too. Those big three things that I was into all of them. Mm-hmm. So they just they really they nailed hook, the whole line, thing. and sinker. They so. got per. They got us all though. Like yep. I said, they got everyone. It they was. Got us all. It was just like. Uh oh. Uh oh. Here they come! I knew Woo! it. Look at those giant it. cards. Yeah, I got these giant. That's cards. amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> those are really cool, dude. <laughs> The, did so you know good. these are tournament legal? Are they really? Really? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, the surprise would be totally blown, though. It's like, what cards are you going to play? Um, <laughs> Dude, there should be a missing no Pokemon card. I bet you there are fan ones Boosh. made out there for sure, but yeah. yeah. No, a real one. I want a real Uh oh, he's bringing more stuff. Oh, just for could audio you? listeners, Alex just brought out like yeah. like eleven, like eight and a half by eleven Pokemon Bro, cards. Bro, could you shuffle yeah, my yeah. deck for me? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he has a deck with one of the huge cards in it. Oh um, no, what cards so, are you gonna play? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> so, um, uh, keep showing stuff because there I have is. to get uh, something for we our, got last, Dratini, for our baby. last segment. So keep talking. We got little Dratines. It's a Dratini. Do you? This one's a. Spiro. Now, when you yes? played this game. Or, or collect it. Did you actually mm-hmm. play the game, or was it more just collecting the cards? Just collecting. It was collecting the cards. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah. That's like any card game I have ever gotten into, like Magic. You'd be like, you'd collect them and you make a cool deck, but like, I never really actually played the game. All right, so this yeah. is a fun. This is a fun Pokemon themed episode, um, and we'll get to Alex. We'll get to your, uh, we'll uh, your podcast after our last. Uh, our, our very last segment here, which we all know is, and it's a lot better and very much enhanced. I got, no, I have the, I have it. It's right now. Yeah, but the live version. We have the Craigslist Roundup. Um, 
and uh, it's a lot of fun. So, uh, and it's it's also Pokemon themed. So, what we have is I I picked up. Uh, it's a great story too. I'll make it brief. But a guy was selling a DSI. Mm. Uh, it's a special DSI though. Ooh. It was a um, it's a Pokemon. I believe it's it's Pokemon White. And so, if you can see see that. Yep. This black is the Pokemon, white. yeah, white DSi. And there was a Pokemon black one, too, but it's really cool. It has a yeah, yeah. See that shine. See that? Ooh, it's I love cool, that right? they use the Game Freak font. Dude, that's the, sweet. Uh, yeah, isn't that cool? Game. Isn't that cool? Is there anything no, on the back? I don't have this DSi. Nope. Nope. Lame. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So, and it doesn't have the stylus, but I already have a white DSi official stylus. So that's good. Um, looks good. Uh it's funny that it's funny because the thing about DSIs is you'll 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 get them from Craigslist and then there'll be someone's face like because they don't delete their photos when you open them. <laughs> anyway, but the screens are like in perfect. Well, let's condition. see who the old owner uh, was. Yeah, I know it's kind of is scary. he a silhouette? But anyway, Casey, is that it's, you? It's like in perfect. Yeah, what this is? This looks like Oddish's body type. Body type, <laughs> dude. That's creepy, man. But um. I know, I know. Dude, that thing's possessed, and I then think. It started, like, I opened it up, and then it started talking to me. Um, no, but... Uh, Only not So I got it, and it, screens are perfect and great. And so... So, the and then it came with uh, three came with three other games. And uh, one of them... There you go. The goat. Uh, pets, something, two. What's the game Paws stop? and Claws, Pampered Pets, two. I know. What's the cost? Someone, what did they pay? Someone guess paid $19.99 for this. New. <laughs> and you know what's even worse? Because the stickers on the box, that means that that was one of the ones where the GameStop employee had to take out a little Ziploc bag with <laughs> yeah. the game in it, put it in the show display case, and then hand it to someone who you paid $20 for, the pets for it. <laughs> <laughs> now, this this also, is new. Oh, man. Also, yeah. here we go. We got Barbie, Groom, and Glam Someone pups. was a big THQ fan back in the day. <laughs> And then, most importantly, uh, Pokemon Black 2. Perfect condition box. Well, that right there, um, I mean, and then, probably worth a pretty penny in its own. Yeah. 20, 25 bucks easily profit off that. Um, and then, and then, so, uh, I looked up the, this DSi. Well, hold, hold. Um, good condition. We gotta do our guess, don't we? Off. Yeah, let's do our guess of, How well, much you paid? Hold on, about how much yeah. I paid? No, we're not gonna do that yet. I'm gonna tell you what it's worth first. So you know nothing. So that nothing, means he 25. paid like nothing now, this, for it. This DSI, this DSI, um, off Amazon, 80? cheapest one you can get, good condition, hundred and thirty bucks. I believe okay. it. Those special editions. Yeah. So and this is in like fantastic condition. I mean everything um, looks to be in very and, good uh, condition. The games now. too. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, now before you guess how much I paid for it, well it's kind of okay. How much do you think I paid for it? Let's put your guesses in. For those three. And it came with a charger. Um, 40 bucks. 75. 75. It might be okay. 20, though. So I'm, I'm sticking 40. Remember that. But I just want you to know, I'm thinking you might have gotten a steal here. I feel it. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You said 40. Okay. So <laughs> uh, he wanted 45 for it. Okay. I'll give so you five. I, I said, yeah. <laughs> no, I was like, okay, I'll take that. But then as I'm driving from a different like town over... Um, he says, you know what? Like he texts me, he's like, Hey, I actually turned it on and it's like, it's staying on for like 15 seconds and then it's turning off and I don't know what's going on, but like, I can like chop the price for you if you want. And, uh, and I was like, 
don't want to get a broken system. That's stupid. But I was like, I'll take it for 30 bucks because it'll take like 20 bucks to mm-hmm. fix it. Or you know, if worst case, you could sell and it's the just, Pokemon Black 2 and like break even if if it ends up yeah, being a dud. Exactly. Know? Exactly. So, um, so, yeah. Okay, so we did that. So I got it for 30 bucks. So I got it for cool. 30, right? Took it home. I was like, let's just see it. It's you not know, charged. Um, hopefully, it just needs to be charged or something. I turn it on. It, it does exactly what he said. I take his charger. I plug it in. And it's like, oh, man, there's something really wrong with it because it's not even showing up as charging. Mm. Like, the middle light is unclosed. Is the charger broken? And so... Hopefully. So I was like, I wonder if the charger's broken. And that's the whole stem of the problem. Went and got mine. Plugged it in. Light came on. It works perfect. So I got a really amazing deal for thirty Boom, bucks, dude. Uh, nice. Yeah. So I made like at least probably I made a hundred. You didn't bucks make a hundred bucks because we all know you're not selling either of those. Yeah. Well, you, <laughs> you happily spent thirty bucks myself. and came out on top. <laughs> <laughs> but we also got. Um, we know there's no way got, Perry's uh, selling that DSi ever. Dude. You know, it would be the best first game for your daughter. Pokemon Black oh, version two. I was two. thinking one of the, the THQ games, man. <laughs> Starter outright. <laughs> I was thinking. Well, speaking of no, you got Activision, all the Nintendo dude, classics right there. This game is like every single person has. What this does that game, say? And that's Transformers oh. Autobots uh, for the DS. Every single it's, Craigslist every buy I get, they have that. So, the power of that. Big but anyway. game, baby. But yep, that'll do it for my. <gasps> Craigslist Roundup. All right. So, and that means it—that really means that it is the end of the show. Mm. Good timing Did because you know the chicken gyro just walked through the door. Oh, Did yeah, it really? baby. And you know what's annoying is I have the outro song, but it, it's not loaded. And um, there it is. Okay, I you found jingling? it. So you now, jingle jangling. We are. So now it is the official, and we have exactly like two minutes left. Perfect. So, all right, Alex, perfect. where can all the fine folks find you? You can find me at a podcast called Three Unprepared Men, which is available on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on Google Play. It's a podcast where me and two of my closest buddies uh, goof around for about a half hour. All kinds of different topics. The most recent topic was uh, I got a bunch of Pokemon cards in the mail, and then we did a live unwrapping of them on an audio-only podcast. So that's very exciting. Now, were you doing that in celebration of... This of episode of he knew Nintendo. it was coming. <laughs> yes, yes. So you yeah. can also find him if Alex, if you just point up like this, um, you can find him at uh, yeah, a little more other other way. Keep going. Yeah, right there. Uh, no, no, up. Yeah, you can find him at Kulafia <laughs> this whole time. Is so uh, yeah, and then you can, of course you can find Case at Case underscore Jets. Me at P Burkham. You can find the podcast. Of course, I didn't put our podcast one on our on the episode, but that's at Talk Nintendo Pod. That's Talk Nintendo. P-O-D. And you know where you can also find That's us, right. Perry, over on Patreon.com slash NWR. That is Patreon.com slash NWR. That was a weird looking R, but I'll take it, my friend. That's how you do R in sign language, so you bigot. Oh. <laughs> well, that just ain't right. Anyway, I put like a, I, I, li- <laughs> I put like a natural fade into the song, so it's literally fading out right now. So everyone wave goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.
<laughs> but the uh, beauty of it is with this recording still. But the music's um, gone. They they can't see you anymore, but they can only hear you. I'm waving my hands like I just don't care. But on that note, we should stop because Casey, your audio started I'm doing hungry. uh your your audio started being all all yeah, well kind of. Yeah, for a little while. Alex, do you have any Alex, do you have any last words for the for the the stinger here at the end? Sure. Uh, uh Tangle is the best Pokemon. I, I forget that Weeping Bell and then Uh no. <laughs> Why would I know Arcanine's number? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>